0: A backwards shirt on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll just do it backwards. We're putting a backwards shirt on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just do it backwards. James, at this point, this is so. This is deep. This is backwards. This is so much deeper at this point. It's backwards. So, you're telling me that you would rather. First, you took your shirt off entirely. Yeah. And then you. What did you do next? Oh, but we tried, it we tried it inside, inside out. out. We tried yeah, inside yeah, out. Your seams were showing. The seams sh- were really too bad. I should have just been recording the entire time that was happening. I don't yeah, know why I did. We're just going to go backwards. See, you can barely tell. And then you, you'd you rather wear a shirt backwards than wear, accidentally <laughs> wear the same band t-shirt as me.
1: <laughs>
0: you brought it up. <laughs> I, it's just because I noticed <laughs> I, I was over there. I was about to press record and I look at the screen and I go, oh, we're both wearing Dance Gavin Dance shirts. Slam. And uh, immediately, James is like, oh, shit, no, I can't do this. <laughs> we can't. And really, I mean, before you went to any of that, I could have just went and changed my shirt. I'm at my house. Uh, All my yeah, shirts are right true. over. <laughs> you went to everything else, shirtless, cornholio, hey. uh, seam seam out, and now backwards shirt. <laughs> I know that tag is bug because you don't even have a tag removed. Now you just have a tag rubbing oh, on your chest. I don't even notice that. You're a demon. I know. That's that's demon stuff. That's fine. That's demon stuff. It's a comfort a comfort colors, right? Comfort color. What having a tag rub all over your right, chest? Right, right. Yeah, it's, it's a comfort colors tee. Oh, oh, the brand. Yeah, of the tea. you can oh, barely okay. feel those tags. They're really nice. Really nice shirts. I don't like tags on anything. Even if it's a nice tag, it doesn't matter. Well, it just, mm. Oh, this has, I got one of those printed. Uh, that's printed right it on there printed on it see that's how you do it better yeah i get all the you're right. information you're right i guess it's kind of bad in a way because it's probably going to go away over time it does wear sew off it in. yeah sew it in sew it in sew the information in not with a thick thread <laughs> a light thread so it's there a nice solid thread you know make sure it's it's seamed in but it's essentially embroidered at this point yes That's what I meant. (laughs) Okay. Well, but I want a light embroidery because embroidery, you could feel it sometimes. You You could feel it. You could feel it. Because, like, I have a shirt that I like. Well, actually, I guess it's sewed like down the middle, but it's also embroidered. There's text on it. So there's text embroidered. I really like the shirt. Don't wear it often. Very uncomfortable. Did you feel it? I feel a lot of the shirt. Mm -hmm. I feel it down the middle. I feel it kind of how you feel right now with this tag (laughs) on the front of your chest. That's how I feel in the shirt. (laughs) I feel nothing. So it's a whole thing. I just, this was a lot. Um, I, people that don't listen to the show and come in to listen to it like this is like an episode for a weird like shirt riff or <laughs> I mean like this is this is an episode i feel like people are like all right i want an ex- an explanation of this like i want something like in depth and like these guys are just talking about shirts and tags of shirts. shirts like the most boring conversation in the world easily no i got but, this but uh, anyway that's that's what we're here to talk about i was a pastor um, okay so i will say it isn't this episode that we destroyed but i think we've already talked about the wolf creek two episode that we recorded at this point mm-hmm. we like we referenced it by name it's gone i don't know what happened to it sorry um, that episode is deleted it's gone um i'm actually pretty pissed about it we're gonna do it again we're gonna do it again um i mean we have to yeah <laughs> if this is movie that we just picked and then it was gone, I would have probably been so annoyed that I would have been like, we're not doing it Yeah, you're anymore. like, fuck it, I'm not doing it. But uh, Lich, yeah. uh, definitely not a Lich on Patreon. <laughs> it's a bummer, because that was a good episode. Wants us to do that, so uh like, well, I mean, not wants us to do that. They literally paid us to do that, so yeah. like... We're going <laughs> to do it. At this point, it's a service that was It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> it's going to be a great one, but I'm just so pissed, because it was a very good episode. Yeah, it felt good. But the whole reason I mention this right now is because I want to thank some Patreon donators, but... um. I also don't know which Patreon donators that we thanked on that episode because I didn't write it down. I went straight to Patreon for right. that episode and I thanked them. So I don't really, and I don't want to like leave them out now. Yeah. We don't want to so, leave anybody else. So now we just kind of have to like re-thank everyone kind of just to make I'm sure everyone th- gets, gets got, I'm going to think like 20 people right now. probably. <laughs> I just really went back until a point where I remember a name that I know was before the Wolf Creek episode, yeah. like that I know for sure. And the rest of them, I'm not really entirely sure. Like I know there's gonna be people that were already thanked here. Pretty much ninety percent of the people of them. that I'm thanking right now have already been thanked. But uh just for the people that, you know, we missed in that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure we get next, it in there. Yeah. Wolf Creek Two is gonna be the next episode, by the way. It's gonna be great. But uh yeah um i'm still really mad that it's not the episode that we recorded initially i felt really good about that one there's a whole kangaroo thing but we'll get to the it. the ruse um anyway so i want to thank kaylee montroy rachel mcdaniel merc fuck i think i remember that one from before wolf creek because merc come on <laughs> i remember reading that and i was like dude you're gonna merc me all right we have sarah we have emily Gilliam, uh zach timmins you know that man wears tims we got elizabeth wiggum uh there's a actress i like with the last name wiggum georgia wiggum georgia mm-hmm. wiggum's really cool uh tara greenwell oh she's in that other dash cam Uh-oh. georgia wiggum she was in the other dash Uh-oh. cam not the one we did but the other dash cam gotcha. the gotcha. better one that's still not that great right. She's also in the punisher and then she's in the scream um the scream tv series on the like part of it that's actually Ghostface. Oh, the third season. The third season. Yeah. I do not remember if it was a third or the fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I think the it's fourth, a third. Right, there was just a. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think just the three. Anyway, where was that? Um, yeah, Elizabeth Wiggum, uh Tara Greenwell, Jennifer Wheeler, Amber, Angie Gibson, Emily Swenson, Bailey Thompson. Oh, these were the people that we. The here on is where we start attacking those people. Oh shit! But it goes <laughs> a few more. Okay. Started attacking those
1: people. Yeah,
0: that's where we were like around at the end of the episode. People oh, said that's they liked right. that. <laughs> <laughs> when we were saying horrible things to the people that helped the show stay afloat. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> people were like, oh yeah, it was good. <laughs> so <laughs> they like getting harassed apparently during yeah. this. So uh, noted. But uh, hey, <laughs> the rest of the pieces of shit <laughs> over here. <laughs> uh, so I'll give a thanks to Evelyn, Victoria. Oh wait, that's the name that you said the other day. Martushiev? The one that was. Oh, wait, no. There was. Or was it Maya Radikoshkian? That's the one that I got. That was the one. Okay. Well, anyway, we have Peyton Reinheimer, and I'm just hoping that we said a couple people that hadn't been said before. <laughs> thanks to everyone else though, that, you know, even though we thanked you before, you know, I don't mind thanking you. Extra thanks. Again. Like, that's cool. You guys help out the show, and You pieces awesome of shit. <laughs> you fucking assholes. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> but, um,. Yeah, I really hope that we didn't like sincerely. I hope that we d- did not miss, didn't miss and anybody. Don't continually miss someone, you know, from yeah, that yeah, Wolf yeah, Creek yeah. episode because I really don't remember like when that was. I know we recorded that episode, I don't know, a few weeks, month ago. Uh, if you got missed, but drop a DM or some shit. Literally, like if it goes we'll, hit, on for we'll make too it happen <laughs> and we just haven't or if we've never said your name, just let us know and like I'll just toss it in. Yeah. And I'll thank you guys on whichever episode we record next after you DM us. So uh let us know. Um but as of, like, right now at the time of this recording, that's all the Patreon donators, so I think we got there. You know, and yeah. it went, like, 20 back, so I don't think we could record that episode that long. Ago. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, um, this movie also has to do with Patreon because mm-hmm. it was picked by Mr. fucking Sean McNeil. Sean, thanks for being a trooper and waiting around for a little bit because we had the whole basement flooding. I mean, really, the Patreon picks got uh, yeah. booted off for a little bit, like, to the side because, yeah, really, they were... There. Some complications, but uh Sean kind of got booted back for a little bit, and now we're back with Apostle, and this movie is... I really, honestly, dreaded watching it, because I didn't think it was going to be anything good. I didn't know what to expect of it. I read the description. I was like, well, that sounds fucking boring. thought I was going to hate it. I thought I was really, really going to hate this movie. I've actually started it in the past and mm-hmm. not continued watching. Like, just watch like, the first maybe five minutes. Really? And then been like, no... I didn't know that because yeah. I had never even heard of it. Yep. I didn't know it was a thing. It's a Netflix movie. mm mm-hmm. um, And I don't really know exactly why Sean wanted us to really cover this. Actually, no. I guess I was playing PS5 with him, and he was like, yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool. So that was really all he said. He didn't have... Fucking like, rad. He didn't have any other explanation. He was just like, yeah, I just thought the movie was pretty cool. So. I'm glad because I kind of wrote this movie off as something that I wasn't going to like. <laughs> And, I mean, I won't completely give away my rating, but I did have a good time. Yeah, I probably would have never watched this if he didn't tell us to cover this. Absolutely not. But I I really enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, I won't give away my rating either yet, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I had a fun time. So, yeah, thanks again to Sean McNeil. Uh, this episode's for you, and uh, you know what? You fucking got me, dude. You know what? Usually in a world where people try to destroy us with these picks, <laughs> Sean was just like, hey, I'm just going to make you watch a good movie. Like, hey, no, which... this one's actually kind of fucking cool. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> like, good movies stress me out for the show because I'm like, well, what am I going to say about this? There's definitely stuff I can say about this. It still did kind of stress me out, though, because I was like, fuck. I almost felt like... It's been a while since I've had to like think about a movie on this show, you know yeah. what I mean? Like usually it's just mindless like fucking fart jokes or like dumb right. jokes. like not literally fart jokes, but like it feels like the equivalent of that with some of the movies that we watch on this show cuz they feel like a giant fucking turd, you know <laughs> what I mean? But I don't know, I was like, "Oh, I guess I actually have to think of like some theories or like, you know, just what's going on in this movie or like, I have to actually think about the plot, which really I'm not used to on movies that we've been watching lately, really. yeah (laughs) I'm used to mindless bullshit on Mm -hmm. this show. So honestly, it was kind of, it's kind of nice for a change. It was refreshing. It's kind of nice. It reminded me that good movies are out there. (laughs) Cause I forgot; it's been months since I've watched a decent movie. This is the first time that I've cared about plot in so long. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, probably I was like just five like, months, "Wow!" Right? <laughs> like, I wanted to know what happened next. I'm just saying, guys. Seven evil bongs, three Wolf Creeks, basically. <laughs> One Wolf Creek has an alligator. With an alligator or a crocodile, whatever the fuck it was. That's right. I don't even remember it it anymore. Is a, it is a crocodile. It was a, it was a crocodile. People are going to be so mad at us. They were the bigger ones, right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Greg McLean. <laughs> Wait, was this made by a Greg, too? No, it's <laughs> Gareth. <laughs> okay, let's get into this. Okay, before we like dive, dive into this, we do have a live show at the end of this month. It is on... Is it the 19th? Does mm. that sound right? Fuck. I think it is... Wednesday, July nineteenth at seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it is the movie The Apple. We're doing The Apple. It's the nineteenth. It's the nineteenth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to it at the same time. So yeah, uh, Wednesday, June nineteenth. Fuck. Wednesday, July nineteenth. There it is. <laughs> seven o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're watching a movie called The Apple. It's from the nineteen eighties. It's about what they thought it. There was what the 2000s was supposed to 90s be. <laughs> it was with the 90s or 10 years later it was only 10 years in the future i thought it was like the 2000s it was 10 years. it was supposed to be 10 it's years like later like
1: 1994 when oh, they
0: got it that wrong <laughs> they did the crocs though right they did have crocs they they guess that yeah um <laughs> i thought they were doing 2000s no 94 well they were a little off with of the timing for the crocs yeah Cause I mean, they didn't come around. Know, grandpas to like, were wearing Crocs around then, but mm-hmm. like really, that was it. Yeah. Remember when like that just changed? It was just grandpas, and then all of a sudden, all the hipster kids were wearing Crocs. I don't, I don't really remember it. It was like five years ago. <laughs> like, maybe like four years ago maybe it was different over here in Indiana land but I know for a fact it just randomly started like Indiana popping land. around a little bit like five years ago with like people that like I don't know I associated with like day to day I would just see some Crocs and then it just took off in the last like two or so years yeah. like in the last two or so years everyone just started wearing them and I I stand by those numbers I will not argue with anyone on those numbers I've never uh I've never worn a Croc mm Mm. i put them on people are like hey dude they're oh, so I start, comfortable i start out and i'm like those look like shit yeah like, why are you wearing those um and then they're like oh no they are really comfortable actually they're not they're genuinely not. well like you know that. the the new crocs are the hey dudes what is the hey dude you haven't seen the hey dudes yet Dude, we went from T-shirts to Crocs. Okay, what's the hey, dude? The hey, dudes. All right, let me let me show you a picture oh, look, real I quick. I want you to explain it to me. This it's like a podcast. It's I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's like a. I I think it looks like burlap, honestly, or oh, like, like a sack, like canvas with a very thin sole on the bottom. So they're toms. They're kind of like toms. Yeah, <laughs> they're toms, but made out of burlap. And sack. that's they're like the new Crocs. Everybody's wearing these fucking things. Everybody or everybody in Indiana? No, everybody. Oh, I've seen, these are moccasins with uh, the uh, other bottoms. places. Yeah. These are just moccasins with actual like, No, they're Hey dudes. These are moccasins. They're Hey dudes. No, but <laughs> But I've these were around before. They're Hey dudes. What is different about these and moccasins? Uh, the they got name? a they got a good brand behind it. Hey dude. It's not even Hey, Dude. It's Hey, Dude. Yeah. Oh, you call him Hey, like, like, you know, yeah, like, like, like Dutches, yeah. or anything yeah. else. He just said, yeah. Um, I don't fucking know. I'm not a shoehead. Yeah. Who's wearing those? I've never seen those before. I've seen moccas. I've seen those before. <laughs> like, no, nah, they're out and about, man. Okay. This is an Indiana thing? No. They're everywhere, man. Actually, the first time I saw them was in Texas. They're everywhere in Texas. Well, we don't talk about them. Yeah. Texas listeners are like, wait. <laughs> <damn."> <laughs> yeah, Texans. I see you over there with your big uh oh, ten gallon hats. How big are their hats? Thirteen gallon. Thirteen ga- what's the difference? <laughs> is it like girth or is it gallon. length? You know what I mean? They don't actually measure them in gallons. Does the gallon matter? Like if if it's length or width? They don't measure them in gallons. Yes, That's not do. real. Don't be an idiot, James. <laughs> <laughs> I know what Texas is about. <laughs> <laughs> You're being so ridiculous right now. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to buy a ticket to the digital live show, uh, patreon.com slash is the digital live show tier. Very straightforward. Digital live show is in the digital live show tier. And uh, yeah, that's how you get a ticket. There's a bunch of bonus content there too. And uh, with that, watch the video version of this episode on uh, Patreon... No, Spotify. That's it. And... um. Should also be on YouTube eventually. We'll see. Uh, I'm Caleb. Hey guys, I'm James, and uh, we brought you here today to finally start discussing. Uh, what do we got? Hey, sixteen minutes. That's a that's good for us.
1: That's a solid intro.
0: That's good for us. I mean, I guess we still aren't to like the beginning of the movie, so we shouldn't toot our own horn yet. This could easily go another ninety minutes until we get. Nah. So to, to, okay, this. this starts with.
1: <laughs>
0: but. I'm pretty proud of 16 minutes <laughs> for an intro. Imagine coping this hard. Hey, only 16 minutes for our intro? Oh, man. That's fucking crazy. No, it's good stuff. Anyway, um, Apostle, released in 2018. Um, this was written and directed by Gareth Evans, who I'm not really too familiar with his work. I had to look up his work after going into this. But he wrote and directed a segment in VHS two but aside from that um I've never heard of footsteps or either of the raid movies I started watching one of the raid movies and it's like an action movie and like I don't think this guy really makes horror movies so. yeah it doesn't seem like this guy's really a horror guy he no. just kind of dipped his toe in for it but this was like if this is like dipping your toe into the horror genre I think more people might need they need to take some steps out of this guy's book I mean for a guy. From the outside looking in, I've I've just glazed over his other work. And, and it very much is uninspiring. Yeah. For him to just come out of the blue and make this? I'm pretty impressed by it. I'm like, not saying holy it's shit. the greatest movie ever, but I mean like... Or even like the greatest horror movie ever. Like me saying like people need to take a step out of it. It's really just from the fact that I don't see many other horror movies under this guy's belt. And this is like... This is definitely a horror movie. Yeah, and this was good. <laughs> this is good. I feel like not a lot, not enough people talk about it. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually go as far as say it's pretty underrated. Yeah, because I've never heard anyone talk about it to me. Mm. When he was like, when uh, Sean was like Apostle, I went oh, what a. I do not know what he was talking about. (laughs) I was acting like I'd never heard the word. I remember back when it came out, and it came out on Netflix, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool religious horror movie, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch this, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. You're more in the now with things that are releasing than I am. I've never been on time for anything in the world. Like, if I find out, (laughs) if something's, like, cool, and I'm, like, hearing about it, I'm like, holy shit, this is a crazy new thing, it's already been out for five years. (laughs) I remember, um... Remember that uh that firefest thing? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, I think I watched that documentary like a year ago or something. Uh-huh. And then I texted Nia, I was like, dude, you hear about that firefest thing? This shit's crazy. And she was like, what? The thing that happened like 4 years ago? <laughs> I was like, no. No. <laughs> And then like I was still I think I was sitting in my room at the time I just like clicked like I don't know whatever streaming service it was on. I looked at Uh, it and I was like I looked at the year and I was like, son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) Like that was definitely like right before I moved over here, I'm sure. I don't know the exact timeline and how many months before I moved over here, but I don't think it was a year or more than I moved before I came over here. So and I definitely thought that just happened. (laughs) I mean you told me today about some guy that you showed me for the first time like two months ago. Oh. You made me believe that you met this guy and was hanging out with him, and then I was on. I was scrolling through. I Netflix. did not make
1: you. Yes, you you, did. In,
0: you inferred a lot of information. You pulled a tough guy with the way that you introduced that guy to me. You didn't give me enough information. I think that was the problem. You didn't give me Is enough information. I was I was telling the story to tough guy, and you just kind of walked in on the middle of it. <laughs> well, but then I was like, show me the and guy. And you're like, show me his TikTok. Show me his TikTok. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll show you his TikTok, yeah, but that, and this I, TikTok's not him. This that's is not my the, problem. But this is where the problem is, and this movie's going to have a problem just like this. I went, hey, is that the guy? And you went, yeah, that's the guy. And you didn't give me anything else beside that. So I'm here looking at a man. I'm like, well, that's the man then. Okay, we got to give some context to this. No. I James, think this is perfect. James had a date with a very cool <laughs> large man and he went to a lot of bars and bought him a hamburger or something and uh like he shot a bunch of content of him like frolicking around in like a fucking yeah. uh, a garden or something. Pretty much, yeah. And then um he went viral on TikTok. I got I, I- yeah, anybody seen anybody seen Creep? I, yeah, like the first part of Creep. Yeah, before it got happened. scary. Yeah, so and then happened. James went to San Bernardino with the guy, and then <laughs> I think we did. didn't get that far. Oh, okay, but um, <laughs> basically. He had this whole thing, and he's telling me about it, and I went, okay, well, show me the guy, and he was like, yeah, he was his TikTok, blah, blah, he shows me a video. No, you wanted to see his TikTok. You're like, he's hot on- well, because yeah, you said- he's, He told me- told, He told he me he He made a, a popular TikTok. Yes, so I said, show he me- He had a TikTok that went viral, and I was like, okay, whatever, so, so I found his TikTok. looks up the TikTok, and finds the TikTok. And his TikTok, TikTok is a meme- of a, yes. a gif of let me let me give this so he shows me the tiktok <coughs> and he's like this is the one so i and then on the tiktok it's like i don't know like a house or something that's built weird or like yeah, a, yeah, a, wall, yeah, yeah. a wall that's built weird in a house or some shit it doesn't matter doesn't matter. and there's a guy over it that's like what's he saying again you sure about that you sure about that are you sure about that and i'm like oh that's the guy <laughs> and you were like yeah that's the guy and i was like this is the guy you hung out with <laughs> and you were like yeah And then that was it. Like that was the end of the conversation. So then that was the first time I'd ever seen this man before in my life. And yes, oh, what James was saying a second ago—it was like a meme of another man. That's the context to it. Tim et cetera, et cetera. Robinson, oh, that, you weren't supposed to say yet. <laughs> Sorry, God they damn it. Are, they already know well, from from the well from, you sure from about that, that thing because that thing is everywhere. Because to be fair, because then you started well, seeing other people I, I post that. People meme post meme about him, so then and like, you're like, James dude, knows that. <laughs> yeah, I messaged my friend who, who like shared it like probably like a day after you told me about this, like a day after. And I was like, dude, crazy story. My buddy James just had a whole date with this guy yesterday. Like a whole a whole hangout session for like a whole fucking... And then I got left unread. Probably because they were like, well, why would he be hanging out with him in fucking Fort Wayne, Indiana? Like, how does that make sense? Why was he there? I didn't, think, I didn't know a guy. I haven't met him. You obviously haven't fucking met him. Um... And yeah, so I had multiple instances after that where I'd see people share them and I was like, funny thing. And I'd give them the same wraparound. And every time, no response. It was like everyone else was leaving me fucking out of the loop on this sick joke. So. This is the funniest shit. So, right before this episode, we're on Netflix. Right after Apostle Ends. And I see that dude's face on Netflix, and I was like, "What the? Isn't that that dude?" I look at James. I'm like, "That's that guy you you went on a date with." <laughs> and then James just starts laughing, <laughs> turns over, and he's like, "Hey, bud, I've been meaning to tell you." Like he's about to have a talk with me. <laughs> like he's about to have the sex talk with me or something. The son of a bitch goes, that's not the guy. Who are you talking about? Wearing backwards shirts telling me backwards things. It's ridiculous. (laughs) That's not the guy. That was months ago. <laughs> I know. You could have told me any time over these. It's been months. <laughs> it was. It happened. <laughs> we weren't talking about it every day. I was. What are you talking about? I mentioned it many times. <laughs> you son of a bitch! What do you mean we weren't talking about it? I can't fucking. Breathe. It's my whole life. It's <laughs> literally my whole fucking life. <laughs> What are you talking about, James? <laughs> Why is it? Wait, is this really rated TVMA? <laughs> Mature audiences. I forgot that that's what that
1: is. Oh, my so God. So that's like
0: the equivalent of rated R, right? I guess, TVMA, yeah. is The it? closest like thing they have to it, something, yeah. Something, yeah, something like it. You yeah, are so many tears coming out of your eyes right now. <laughs> I haven't are, laughed that hard. It's your eyes so are bloodshot long. red. Oh, it's funny to you, huh? Oh, it's so funny to you, huh? You yeah, it teach. really is piece of shit it really it's been really months fine. i've looked like a fool so many times you know when like you know when you're younger and someone just tells you like it's <laughs> just some wrong information just some terribly wrong information and you just go around like just spewing it like it's fact <laughs> like how you thought vaginas were called parts Oh, for so long. Yeah, because of my brother. He was like, yeah, those are called parts. And every time someone told I remember, I was probably like fucking 13 or something. I don't know what the ages. I was I was probably way too old, to not know what it was called. Still. Way too old to be calling them parts. And someone was like, oh, yeah, my vagina. And I was like, you're what? <laughs>
1: it's
0: like reading fucking Braille for the first time. Kidding me? Oh, God. Talking about reading Braille when you're talking about someone's vagina just sounds like genital herpes. Yeah, <laughs> like that just sounds like thing, like something that you shouldn't put together. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> this, is just, this is gross. What are we talking? About? 26 minutes.
1: There's another 10 <laughs> minutes down the drain.
0: I haven't even got past. What do we? Would we get past the director? Oh, oh, we got past the movie that we're talking about. And the name of the director. Yeah. Took 10 minutes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Why do people listen to this shit? I don't know. If you're not listening for this, then I don't know how you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely. Okay. TVMA. Apostle has a 3.1 out of 5 on Letterboxd. A 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Um... <laughs> God damn it. An and an and signed eight percent by critics on Rotten Tomatoes and a fifty four percent by the audience. You want to go ahead and guess what that and <laughs> and sign eight is? I could probably <laughs> I could take a guess right now and I'll double check, but go ahead. Uh, seven. God damn well it's probably yeah, probably a seventy eight <laughs> because that's where the and sign is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um let's go, James. back me up. What is it? Seventy eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, I just met like pad me. Oh. <laughs> I couldn't think of the word pad. Here's some pads. God damn it. It's seventy eight percent. Yeah. I just had to confirm that's where the and sign
1: is. Yeah, so yeah, I kind of yeah, assume yeah, that yeah. I hit the and sign. You know, uh, yeah. so, Andy uh,
0: Andy eight percent. So yeah. Seventy eight percent by the critics and a fifty four percent by the audience. Um you can currently still stream it on Netflix at the time of this recording. So has it been on Netflix for like five years now? Yeah. I guess if it's a Netflix movie, it's probably just But I don't know. You almost think that they, at some point they'd be like, you know what? We're going to distribute this some other way. Right? They might have put put some of that stuff on DVD. I don't think so. Some of it. I have never seen a Netflix thing on DVD, except for Stranger Things, I guess. Yeah, I think they did some other stuff, too. We can find out. Because I'm going to be honest. I feel like I've tried to look stuff up. Yeah. I tried to look up this definitely wasn't a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think this one got got a score <laughs> But that kind of sucks cuz if I really like this movie and I want this physically, I just can't cuz it's a Netflix movie. You just movie. can't. Like that's pretty shitty, you know? I don't like yeah. that. Um can you even make money off of a Netflix movie cuz I feel like every time I hear stuff about like I just heard Eric Andre talking about like his Net, his Netflix movie um Oh, uh, no, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's only It's just stranger, stranger, stranger right? things. I think it's literally just stranger things, dude. Wait, House of Cards. Okay. So just some of the TV stuff? Maybe? Yeah. Orange uh-huh. is the New Black. Got a physical release. Just the TV stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really just the TV stuff. Eric Andre, because I'm pretty sure it went through Netflix if I remember right. I think so. Did his movie go through Netflix? I feel like it might have, but... I think he I, don't, I think he was like I didn't make like any money off of this like $10,000 20000 or something like that so I'm like I don't know what I feel like if you're making a big budget movie and it's just going to Netflix like what do you get out of that Yeah, know like, I think I th- the way that I understand it is that Netflix just buys the movie yeah. and so however much they paid for it is how much they paid for it it doesn't matter how well it does for them you don't yeah. get a you don't get residuals off that that's the way that right. I understand that yeah how is Netflix not bankrupt yet like I know they're <laughs> definitely on their way out but like I mean, I know that's all that's been a joke I mean, that's it's been going that's on. For years a lot and of people years. are asking that question. Trust me. I know it's been going on for like years <laughs> and years. Like, you know, because they just buy up everything. And yeah. like, you know, that's so much like going through. But especially with shit like this, I'm just like, I don't get it. Cause it definitely had a budget. Yeah. Like this I don't <laughs> this had a good budget. I don't know what it was. I tried to find it. Oh. It's hard to find it for like these movies that yeah, are I just guess that's true. that they're just streamable though, you know? Mm-hmm. You don't really have that information. I think it's because Netflix probably doesn't want that information out there. They probably yeah. don't want like the numbers of like how much they spent for a movie or how much they did for like unless they purposely go out of their way to like you know like make it known or like, you right. know, like answer questions that the press are asking or like whatever. Yeah. I don't think that they talk about the financials of that as much. Right. So I don't know how much was put into this. I would like to know because I mean I'm sure they put a good amount of money it into this. It looks, looks good, great they have a lot of like crazy fucking like b-roll of like and it's not just some b-roll that they grab like they shot it yeah and it looks really good mm-hmm. and uh i mean they got some uh some head stuff going on in this the, yeah the, i mean they put money into this for sure yeah so i don't know um but i guess with that uh 30 minutes yeah let's start the start the episode
1: So
0: our introductory shot, I, our introductory shot is, uh, you yeah, know, some gorgeous scenery, nice landscaping, water. That's good. Whatever. Uh, looking at trees and water and whatnot. Uh, we watch a train passing while a letter is read out, and the letter starts with "My dearest father," and it goes on to say things like "They captured me. They're ransoming me." Things like that. Yeah. To which we're like, "Oh, it's every cult movie ever made." Well, there has to be an island somewhere, and some man needs to get a letter to give him some reason to go to this island. Well, let's go ahead and just say it. Let's rip the band aid off. It's the Wicker Man. It's Wicker Man. It's the Wicker Man. It's, every, I mean, it's, it's both Wicker Men. Yes. And well, the second, uh, Nicholas Cage doesn't change anything. With, uh, <laughs> I mean, like, a little bit, but like the boat. And so uh, a lot of it's the same. Yeah. Yeah, but this is the Wicker Man in a lot of ways. Yeah. And, but also, like, I feel like Midsummer took from this and the Wicker Man, possibly. I don't think they did. I don't think the timing matches up too much. I don't know. Right. It's was two years, though, so maybe? Yeah. Maybe. it. I don't know. I just feel like the house looks so similar. Oh, that's true. That's the, really the only thing. Yeah, for me, yeah that you know, like, A-frame house. Yeah, because yeah. obviously, I mean, I never spoke of it in the midsummer episode i think i might have i think i might have said like hey people talk about this being similar to the wicker man but i'd never seen it at the time Mm. so i didn't really compare them but now you know after seeing it i'm like well and uh yeah i feel like you could just say like you know midsummer took from the wicker man but i feel like midsummer might have took that house from this maybe i don't know the years i feel like almost don't match up i don't know Mm. how long he was working on that i'm sure Mm. it was in the works for a while before this um Anyway, the note is initially being read by a man named Thomas, who's going to be our main character during this venture. And uh, Thomas is a man who looks like he was just Cassowade. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's pretty rough. Um, so Thomas passes this note onto a man who, I don't know, who can read. Um, <laughs> onto a man who can, uh, who acknowledges the fact that Thomas looks like shit. He's like, hey, dude look like shit. I thought you were dead, by the way. Thought you were dead. That's pretty much how this starts. And then uh, the bald man starts to read the note and then to- and then uh, mentions the fact um, that the note was meant for Thomas's father. Mm-hmm. And then he, like, kind of points over to the father. He's like, yeah, but father, father's not looking too hot. We look over him in the corner. He's, like, dying. Yeah. Like, just sitting in a corner in a chair, like, just dying. He's like, yeah, yeah he doesn't even know where he is. And yeah, Thomas, he's seen better days. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. <laughs> now, it would seem that Thomas is off to head to this island, like he said. Um, in which his sister is being held captive. And uh, he does a little, like, heroin to hype himself up. <laughs> to uh, save his sister from, is that a, what it is? from a cult who's holding him ransom. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was, and then I looked it up. It It is. <laughs> yeah, it's like an, an essential oil-looking fluid that he has in a little, like, essential oil container. Right, right, really. right a little vial. Yeah, he poisoned his mouth, and uh, I looked it up, and it says it's most likely a uh, laudanum, which is basically heroin. Oh, great. So, yeah, and that's apparently also supposed to be the explanation to why he's gone for some time, like why he was presumed Why everyone he was, thought he was dead. Yeah, gone because he's, he's fucked off on heroin. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I guess he's just been on a bender. And now All they're right. like, hey, since you've been on a heroin bender, go save your sister from this. Some weird cult. This weird cult. <laughs> on what are we talking about? You're trusting this guy? If anything, he's going to get her killed. <laughs> dude's like i mean when this dude starts like doing his heroin he goes all fucking cross-eyed starts like twitching and shit like <laughs> I, I wouldn't look at this man and be like yeah it's like looking at cricket from always sunny in philadelphia and be like hey you want to go fucking save you the, gotta go get your sister go save the princess from bowser like <laughs> talking about this dude runs yes. across one goomba and he's done he's a hero it's crazy but i guess finally he, he's god what are you talking about <laughs> anyway Um, he needs to get on a boat. So we see Thomas waiting in a line to board the small water trotting vessel. And on his way in him and every other attendant is holding a card that's like acting as their entry ticket of sorts. I don't really know where they got them from. I don't know who you walk to or where he got this information to be like, okay, I'm going to go get on a boat and go to this random cult that doesn't want people. Like, yeah, it seemed really, like it seemed like his buddy had some info. He kind of like the fuck. Do you get he, that info? I don't know, but he like briefed him. He's like, "Hey, we're gonna do this, and make sure you look out for something. You know, this guy's kind of crazy." And like, and he kind of, you know, he gave him he gave him a scuttlebutt. I gotta say, my second watch, I noticed a lot more convenience factor. <laughs> <laughs> That's something that uh... you know what's interesting about this is the same thing that I said about Wicker Man. Uh, Remake, which I guess you can also kind of say about the original Wicker Man and that all three of these movies have kind of video gamey plots. Yeah. Well, you know, like there's a lot of moments where you're like, oh, this is Resident Evil and like, it's great and it's taken me for a great ride. But if you examine it a little too hard, you're like, that's pretty convenient. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a lot in this one, and I really didn't notice it the first time I was watching because I was just like very interested in the plot and what was right. going on. I was, panor- I just wanted to know what the fuck was going to happen next. Yeah, exactly. I-, I couldn't figure out where they were going. No, not at all. Um, but the second time around, it was just like, holy shit! Like you guys are just. You guys just getting a lot of stuff handed to you. <laughs> and it didn't make the movie like worse for me, but it did make me like just question some things a little more. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. is that supposed to go that way? Right, you know? right, 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 right. But I don't know. We'll get into that, honestly, a fair amount of times. Yeah. Like a fair amount of times. This isn't the last time we're going to touch on that topic at all. So anyway, um, they're all holding these tickets. He notices that his is the only one with a red fingerprint on it. Which, that that was when I started questioning things, like, even more, like, where the fuck are these tickets coming from? And, like, how are (laughs) are they, like, oh, this is the guy who you have to fucking torture when he gets there. Put a red fingerprint on his ticket. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I get, they kind of explain, like, where the ticket came from, I guess, later. I guess? I guess. But I don't, like, I'm not... I I I'm really really someone explains this to me. The whole system here is pretty confusing to me. I mean, obviously they're this cult, and they are trying to kidnap people because they did do that. So they are trying to get certain people when they want to, but then they are obviously trying to prevent other certain people that they don't want yeah. to get on the boat. I'm, my questions are like: How are outsiders finding out about this cult? Who's sending the invite? I know who's picking them up. Right. I guess I know who's, like stamping the invite. I she really doesn't even think, know what she's doing, though. No, I think everything about this part of their system is very... So flawed. Flawed. So flawed. Because I, mean, I don't even... even get into that. I'm just worried about like the logistics of how it all works in the... Bi- I yeah. know it's flawed. We don't need to... Like, we don't need to... Like, none of, this, none of this really <laughs> makes sense. If I'm being completely honest, I don't fully understand. I mean, we'll get into the history of the fucking movie here in a minute, but I don't fully understand how Frank Quinn and Malcolm ever got anyone there, got anyone there outsourced at all. Anyone. No. I understand how they got there and how they have been able to survive themselves. Well, I, guess, I guess cause Frank has a boat and they just, but where back. did it come from? What? The boat. Oh, cause they shipwrecked. Um, how they, how'd they get Frank's boat? Made a new boat. They built that boat. Now they have one boat. And why is he tripping so much about? Oh, we only have one boat. If you built a whole fucking town, you tell me you can't build another boat.
1: Can't, I don't know.
0: And if he's been doing this this whole time, going back and forth and doing shit, you tell me you can't just get a motor for a boat or something and come back and then you build another boat.
1: Well, I don't think they have motors
0: yet. Well, how the fuck was? What was so special about his boat? I don't know. He had one. They could build one. They're building houses. That's what I thought. Other- Okay, now I'm starting to have even more questions than I did before. <laughs> Again, it's not really, like... We probably sound like we hate this movie right now. It's like how much we're, like, breaking this apart Right, way. right, 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 right. Still really like this. want to go ahead and say that. But, holy shit. Okay, so anyway. um, He looks around. He's like, well, I got to figure out how to get rid of this red fingerprint on my ticket. He knows, like... He doesn't know what the ticket is for or what's going to happen to him because of it. But he knows he needs to get rid of it. So he notices that another man doesn't have it and he notices that he's like uh fuck it with his luggage so he's like hey man can i help you out and he goes over acts like he's helping him and then he swaps out cards with the guy and we don't get an immediate answer to what this means like i said but when he gets on the boat they mark a red x or a, a white x on the dude's on the luggage. Guy's luggage so it's just like hey something yeah it's really all it means right now but uh lose the boat, his bags maybe Yeah, that's what you think. Like, they're going to, like, search him or something when he gets there. I don't know. But as for the boat, there's one passenger who seems curious of Thomas, as she's never seen him before, which also, I kind of question that, too, because... Do they all know each other? Like, have they all been there before? At that point, I was like, okay, are these all people that have been to the island before? It's supposed to be all people who have been there before, I believe. That is what it is. But then when they get there later, they're talking about newcomers and shit. They have a whole fucking list of newcomers that are there. So why is she just questioning him and going like, oh, I've never seen you around before. You've been to the church, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Aren't there like five, six other new people that showed up? Or did they show up before? I don't remember seeing that one dude. They get shish kebab later right. on the boat. Was he on the boat? I guess I should have paid attention a little more. I think more the he's first time. on the boat. He might be on the yeah. boat. I just didn't look around enough. I don't fucking know. I have some questions about that because she, she should be looking around, and be like, "Hey, you six people?" Because I know there were six fucking right, right, people. Right, at right, least right, right. These five or six. Why does she call him out? Why does she just call him out? I don't know. I don't know. I guess I, I, I do have a lot of questions about because this. it's a video game. You're right. He is <laughs> because <laughs> that's what ta- that's what happens to you, you in a video game. <laughs> just like you don't care about <laughs> anything else going on it's like oh what's the main character doing <laughs> yeah no that is true the more that you point that out like it's very true i mean i feel like you're redeeming yourself right now because last episode you said um that barbarians like parasite <laughs> and i haven't is. been able There's to get a crazy that out guy living in the basement <laughs> that doesn't make it the a same secret move. basement within a basement <laughs> Having a basement and a person in it doesn't make it the same. A movie. basement in a basement. Oh the God. whole movie was about, oh my God, oh my God, there's oh a secret God. door inside the secret door. Oh my God, I hate this so much. <laughs> Look, stop going harder for that because I'm trying to give you <laughs> points for this and saying that you're redeeming yourself right now. It's a video game. God this damn it. movie's a video game I, and I like it. It's a fun ride. It's a really fun ride, but it's definitely a video game. No, it's 100% through and through. That moment later when he kicks the fucking fence down. I would play this exact same storyline as a video game. Make Apostle the video game, I'd play it. I feel like I've played video games just like... I feel like Outlast 2 is this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very similar. Pretty similar, you know? Uh, Just like how Barbarian's the same thing as Parasite. Exactly. Gonna, I'm gonna bash my head into a wall. <laughs> Actually, like in what happens in Barbarian and Parasite. God damn it! I hate <laughs> you. That's not what. That's not people being in a basement and hitting their head on a wall. Doesn't make it the same movie. I'm, I'm just. I just say you keep finding similarities, man. Oh, I'm oh just.
1: God damn it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm definitely bashing my head into a wall after this. That's the similarity with me in those movies. Oh, okay, I'm gonna bash my head
1: into a, in a basement.
0: Did that happen in this too? No, no. There's, there's, there's definitely head like crunching, crunching, and drilling.
1: This a is hole the sawing.
0: I will say this is number one head trauma as far as movies go. Yeah, I don't know if there's head trauma worse than this. I mean, *Midsomer* comes close. Yeah, shit. <laughs> Isn't it weird how all of these so movies have like a thing? They all have that They all have thing, like, dude. there's like the thing that we lead up to and it's like a well, super brutal fucking moment. Like That is the thing with cult movies though, right? There yeah. always has to be a thing. You see the there little, always like, has signs, to be a thing. And the yeah. signs are always like really bad. And then you still have to be like, oh shit, this is where I am. I'm in a cult. And then like there has to be like a reason you can't leave or a reason that's holding you there. Right, and, like yeah. something going on. And then things just ramp up and get worse and worse. You yeah. know what I mean? Huh? Yeah. Yeah. That is a, yeah. Th- th- they kind of have some, some trappings well, of the genre. Well, I guess, uh, I guess what I said is null and Void though, because that was definitely like when things had already ramped up.
1: <laughs> that was, like, midsummer,
0: like that was like yeah, that it, was a little up, little which was bit of, crazy. Yeah, a little different pacing. <laughs> no, the head trauma in this one is when you're like, oh fuck, dude, like, <laughs> I'm already like, I'm already traumatized at that point. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, shit. big time. This movie's fucked up. This movie's crazy. Okay, so anyway. She's suspicious of Thomas, um, but he's pretty good at steering the conversation the other way. And I would say not just right now, but like at all points when he gets into like oh, kind of yeah. a weird conversation. He's, I, I would like, I'd want him as my lawyer. Honestly. High level charisma character right here. Yeah, this dude's just bouncing shit around. Like if you, want, if you think you're talking to him about something, you're talking to him about whatever he wants you to talk <laughs> about. Like, anyway, um, suspicion doesn't linger. You know it does linger? The baby goat that they murdered—that shit lingers in my brain, dude. Yeah, this is wild. This fucking—and I think, okay, the person that sent the goat to hell (laughs) was that the guy who got sent to hell later? Yeah, it was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deserving. That's karma, bitch. You want to talk about religion and fucking (laughs) and fucking what goes around comes around? We—what did he say about it? He said, "Fucking it—it is as she—it was as she intended." Bitch, you dying is as she intended. Yeah, you're what probably are you right. are talking about? You're probably right. She gave you a gift. She gave you something. Gave you a goat. She tried to give you something living, breathing, something that like, could have actually probably helped your town somehow. You got fucking baby goats that you're trying to get born over there. <laughs> They're not getting born. All baby goats want to they get born. They want borned. to get born. They have fingernails, dude. <laughs> and you're fucking throwing this baby goat... Out, out the vessel. <laughs> are you kidding me? Goats don't have fingernails. What are you fucking? Fuck you! <laughs> well, fuck you! Baby goats definitely do. You know what I'm saying though? Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to birth goats back at the settlement. This dude's throwing what is, goats, and, and isn't he just like it wouldn't shut the fuck up if we if we didn't kill it? So we had to kill it. No, isn't that what he says? No, it wasn't even. Th- no, like the sound won't leave my brain. <laughs> Like that, like, and I'm not talking about it being on the boat. I'm talking about the fucking thing drowning. Yeah, that was crazy. It was fucked up. I feel like they actually drowned a goat to get that noise. How do you get that noise? I don't know. You gotta drown a goat to make that noise. The sound of a goat drowning. It's fucked up. No. he the just. fuck's he saying? He said, We don't intervene. We don't. <laughs> That's all he says. He's we just. We don't intervene. He's like, that isn't my problem. This wasn't supposed to be here, so I'm throwing it back to where it was. What happens? Is they're sitting on a boat. I don't know where this goat comes from. I don't know how a goat popped into your boat from the middle of the sea. Is that fucking weird? There's yeah. a goat in a boat in the middle of the sea. This Wait, is, that's a real song. Huh? It's not, but it sounds oh. like. What? Why does that sound like a real song? I thought that was like a like a tune that I heard when I was younger. Okay. Um, but that goat's there. And I don't. I'm not gonna get. Look, I'm not gonna gonna get into the semantics of how a goat appears in a boat <laughs> when they're fucking in the ocean, like center of the ocean. I don't know where they are to be completely. They're honest. on the way to an island. Up. There's a bad storm going on. Yeah, too. it's rough. So maybe it flew in from the tornado. I don't know. Goat NATO. Goat NATO. It popped in. I would have been scared, but I would have kept the boat, the goat, if I was on the boat. Would have kept the goat in the boat. I would have kept the goat. Is a Dr. Seuss fucking riddle. (laughs) I would have kept the goat on the boat while I'm afloat. Yes. On a rowboat. Anyway. Totes. Um, but they don't do that. He's just... We don't intervene. He he says, we don't intervene. It was as she intended. He throws the fucking goat back into the water. That's just not intervening. He's like, well, it came from the water. (laughs) Put it back. I think that's totally intervening. That's like... Yeah, you know what it is? Not intervening would have been not touching the goat. I'm going to compare this movie to Always Sunny again. It's that, it's that episode where they find the dumpster baby, and Frank walks in, and he's like, what are you doing? And they're like, we found this baby in the dumpster. And he's like, well, put it back. <laughs> this is the same energy. And that's what that guy did. <laughs> he put <laughs> it back. He just put it right back. And then Thomas, the whole time, I love Thomas's facial expression during this, because his head's just tilted, and his mouth is a gape. And he's just staring at him like,
1: what the f- fuck did
0: I just you threw the goat out like yeah man he's stunned he's so stunned and it was actually the same expression that I had on my face when I first watched this movie I was so confused I was like he's gonna throw the goat out there this is why this is why religion is is painful really this whole movie (laughs) is is why why religion bad yeah I mean like look if you're if you're just out there like I love God and you're chilling you're not throwing goats in the water power to you (laughs) If your religion makes you throw goats in the water, you're a piece of shit. You're a scumbag. You're drowning goats. <laughs> don't drown goat is like my motto. <laughs> That's your motto, eh? Never said it before, but all I'm right. saying it now. Let's do it. Don't drown goat. Look, it was as she intended that you don't drown goats. So I, they all I arrived agree with to the that. island. And this man who drowned a goat, they're like, hey, did you drown a goat on that boat? So they have to you know, interrogate him. What if that was actually why, like, it wasn't because of the whole, like, thumbprint thing? They were like, we know what you did to that goat. We know. We, we saw you. Like, we got, Frank told us. That's what Frank was whispering to them when he gets there. He's like, hey, guys, this guy, uh, this guy went ham on a goat, man. it popped in the boat and he threw her right back out. He threw it, the, the sea grabbed him up, him up like it was Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> that goat was never seen again, but we heard it. Ah, we heard it. He starts talking about <laughs> the guy from. Jaws. We heard it. We heard it. There were thirty-seven of them. <laughs> they grabbed us up, lapped us up like a dog drinking out of the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the goat <gun> went. Oh! <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, they walk off with this guy, and Thomas is just looking back like, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> See how they grabbed that bald guy? See how it wasn't me? Well, honestly, he looked, he looked like he didn't feel that bad, and I think he was like, ah, that was the guy with the goat. Yeah, this is like, the goat guy, man. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, when they when we arrive, we're introduced to a few things. First, uh, we already know Thomas is on heroin, but uh, you know, but they're like, "Hey, Thomas does heroin." And then uh, we see this boy named Jeremy. He's played by Bill uh, Milner, and he's in love with a woman named Fionn. She's played by Christine uh, uh More on them later in their whole relationship. Oh I never even mentioned um, Mr. Uh, Thomas is played by Dan Stevens. This is also a very British movie. Yeah, British Devon Sawa. Dan Stevens. <laughs> sounds very British. Sounds like he like r- likes cheeseburgers a lot. Mm-hmm, like yeah. a, like like a nice. What's the what's the McDonald's one? The Big Mac. The... I thought it was a Whopper. That's Burger King. Have it your way. Ba da ba Ding. <laughs>
1: so when
0: you hear your family, <laughs> how many spices are there in the in the?
1: I don't even know.
0: Seven. <laughs> so um. What are they checking everyone's hair and eyeballs for? for? I honestly have a lot of questions about this movie. For God. I'm so <laughs> serious. That's what I thought they were looking for. Uh, I mean, maybe they're checking the their hair devil. for lice. What the fuck does that do for the island? Well, if they get a lice infestation on that little village, it's uh, good Get, get everybody. They're fine with rough. spreading blood around. Yeah, they, they literally... I'm not talking... If you've seen this movie, you might think I'm talking about one thing. But no, remember that one scene... Where they're just mixing their blood together. They're open wounds. They're I just do. like, hey, let's fucking... like They're doing blood packs. Yes, they are. You're worried about lice when you're doing blood packs? Blood packs are the worst thing you could ever do. Yeah. Can you imagine do, actually doing a blood pact? I know people who have. I know, you've told me. And <laughs> I question it every day of my life. <laughs> I've meant to ask him, but he's 10. So... <laughs> dude's a freak. <laughs> I think we talked about that on the show, right? When Maybe. I, can't remember. I think we were talking about it or something like that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, my son did that. <laughs> he said he did. I don't know. I think he said he did. I don't think he actually did. I think, <laughs> didn't he, like, say he did, but, like, he didn't know what, like, it actually was Probably. or something? Can you imagine, like, your son coming home and he just has, like, a giant, like, <laughs> like open wound? <laughs> like, it's infected. He's just like, yeah, I mixed my blood with my friend. <laughs> Dude, I do know people who did that. Like, Wait, are you talking about beside that Like story? when I was in high school. Oh, are you fucking High school? Yeah. You're telling me they, they're in high school and they still didn't know about bloodborne pathogens? Freshman's a dumb. What? Freshman's a dumb. Beetle? Freshman's a dumb. Oh, dumb. Yeah. Like dung? <laughs> what do you... You have to enunciate because today you've been fucking with me. <laughs> no, you've been... You've been doing this to me today, man. You've been fucking with me. Everything you say, what you say, you talking about like a you talking about Aristotle earlier? Turns out he's talking about this movie. (laughs) Yeah, son of a bitch, Apasa. God damn it! What are you calling me? (laughs) You son of a bitch. Anyway, um, so after they checked them for lice and for pink eye, (laughs) worms in their eyes. Yeah. They give them a ceremonial cup and a rock. Yeah, man. They don't explain that either. It's like, here's your cup and your rock for being a part of our (laughs) You know what we should have done for this movie? We should have done a list of things that are not explained. (laughs) I did not realize how long it would be until (laughs) we started talking about all of it. Like I thought about it a little bit, but I didn't realize that we're already at the like at the 13. count right and it's it's fine it's still just, it's still a good movie huh. even though they refuse to explain a lot of things i should have just grabbed the clicker i could have just been <laughs> clicking as we mentioned things <laughs> that weren't these explained. are all the things they did not explain son of a bitch so after thomas gets settled he runs into a woman named andrea who is the daughter of the main cult dudes who will be, become familiar with shortly and she's played by an actress named lucy boynton I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but Boynton. Uh, when Thomas meets her, she has a red smudge on her cheek, which may symbolize that she's the one who marked his boat ticket with a right, 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 right. little thing. I guess if we're... To, what? Oh, dude, that's convenient. The timing's stupid. If that's what that's supposed to symbolize, you're telling me she sent the letter out to him, he got the letter, he got on a fucking boat, he traveled there by boat, he shows up, and she's just like, oh, shit. Oh yeah, I was just doing these letters.
1: <laughs> I wipe it off her face.
0: How long ago was that? I don't know. How long have you been walking around with this smudge on your face? I don't know. He has perfect makeup on too. How do we feel about? Uh, How do we feel about the perfect makeup in this time setting? In this time setting? In this on isn't this, this like, island? Is there a mirror? Isn't this like the eighteen 1800- hundred? There's a mirror, James. You don't remember the scene with the mirror? Oh, you remember the scene with the mirror? There's definitely a mirror. One hundred percent is a Well yeah, then they can have they can have perfect makeup. They got a mirror, they're fine. What are you using for makeup? What, her makeup looks so good. Like I'd say yeah. like twenty twenty three makeup. Like Well it's probably tier. made out of like some legit organic shit that they found on this island. Is that the eighteen hundreds? Yeah, man. What are we talking about here? Apothecary. I think I don't the, know know um, really. I think the I don't know if she's super believable as Malcolm's daughter. No! Okay, thank you. I I felt like well, I was like oh actually no I way it back. off no I take it back actually really I know a lot of beautiful women who have men that just look like <laughs> a giant beard like that guy they look just like that they just look like typical like fucking dude with a big beard like dude that drinks craft beer <laughs> which I will also say you know who Malcolm's played by that's fucking um what's his face Michael Sheen. What? Are you recognizing that name? Yeah, that's Michael Sheen. From Underworld? Dude, when I saw that it was that fucking guy, he looks nothing like they made him look twenty years older and like more different of a person than I've ever seen anyone else be in my entire life. Yes, please, I'm I'm I was waiting to talk about that, but I mean I just had to do it right now oh. since you're already talking about his daughter and this and everything else. So, yeah, I couldn't remember his name in Underworld. It's Lucian. I knew he was. He in is underworld, Lucian, right? Yeah, I could remember his name. Which yeah, means he—I mean—he's the main character in yes. the prequel, Rise yes. of the Lichens. Yes, he is in <laughs> more than fifty percent of the Underworld movies. Holy he's also... Holy shit! He's also in Twilight. So. He's Aro in Twilight too, but we're—I mean—here at Horse Soup, we're really worried about the underworld. Oh, of of course he's also in Twilight. I mean, like that was like a given. Oh, but horse. Think about like the second that I saw, because I—I'm I'm not, not really too familiar with anyone else in this movie. Like I've seen people in like maybe like one or two roles or whatever, but like, dude, when I saw Michael Sheen on this, the werewolf, the lichen himself, I was like, what are we talking about here? And I could not see it in him. Like I had to look at so many pictures. That's crazy. Of him well, he and had in that long hair and just really and... stare at it. Well, because his face just looks so different yeah. compared to like him in this movie. They, I like. I give them so many points for that. I have never seen a man more transformed. That's wild. And Michael Sheen for this role, legitimately. Michael Sheen from Underworld. How crazy is that? I when I was reading floored. it, when I was, when I was looking at it, I was like, I am no, There's no way. It's crazy. So that's him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I do kind of believe that that could be his... I don't know. Michael Sheen, I can't even... Like, that's even less. (laughs) Malcolm, in the movie, I could believe is her father. Oh, no. This this has a whole
1: new headcanon
0: for me. Malcolm is Lucian. Just really old. I mean, this is the better underworld. (laughs) Can you imagine Michael Sheen in a good movie? I, it happened, <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, well, he was in Twilight too. So, oh yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah. Well, we got to that. Yeah, that's a big. That's honestly the most important part of this episode. That's honestly. crazy. <laughs> but um, they talk for a little bit, Thomas and Andrea. That is, yeah. But not for too long, um, because Thomas uh needs to head to church for the first time. And uh, the side of the church is the first time that I was like, okay, kind of midsummer vibes. Right. This yeah. Is in the root house. Yeah. I don't know which one looked. I feel like they look kind of similar. Yeah, they both have similar vibes. Kind of like A-frame cat log cabin. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, in the church, the bearded man in front of the room tells a tale of him and two other men who founded the island. Uh, this is Malcolm, Michael Sheen. Um, he's like, yeah uh, we're entrusted by our God um, and uh, which in this moment it seems to be implied that like the god woman is walking outside of the, outside of the church as he speaks. yeah as Thomas looks over and he sees like a figure walking by like as they're talking about the God. so I kind of assumed it was her. I don't know for sure though I I didn't yet. I just thought that was some crazy old lady. But who? I feel like I didn't see a crazy, a crazy old lady in the whole movie. Oh, and then greenery started to die, like as she was walking by too. So that's why I also thought. Mm, you know, I didn't pick up on that at all yet. Yeah, I, was I like legit a, thought she was just some crazy old lady. Even there were a I few mean, leaves on the side of the church, they were just like starting to. Even when we see her later, I still thought she was just some crazy. I still oh, hadn't yeah. put together that she was the god- <laughs> goddess. It took a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, first... I was like, "What the fuck is this witch lady doing everywhere?" <laughs> Okay, you're right, because I guess I wrote these notes as, like, a second-time viewer. And you're right. At this point, you don't think it's the God. Yeah. I mean, it is. I guess it, what I said a second ago is still true. It is implied, I guess, that this is the God. It's definitely implied. By. But you're right. You don't pick up on that. You do think it's just... I'm, I thought maybe she was, like, well, Malcolm's mom or something, you I'm know? Saying, if you're like, watching at this point, that's just, some, that's just someone walking by. Uh, someone. That's just anyone. You can't even tell it's a woman. It's just a woman walking by, honestly. Yeah. Cause you just see the shadow. Okay, so you're right. You're right. I mean, you don't see much there. Um, but anyway, uh, let's just, let's move on a little bit. Um, wait, do we need to move on? They're in the church. Yeah, yeah. That's really it. That's all that happens there. He's like, yeah, I, we have a god. We know there's a cult now. That's really it. He's just Damn. talking about church shit. So next up, we see that Moore's happened beyond the initial white X on a man's luggage. It would seem that they've taken him back to I don't know some room, and they're torturing the hell out of this guy. Oh yeah. And then um, at one point, Malcolm walks in. He's just like, yeah, this isn't the intruder that we seek. I'm pretty sure this is just some guy. They're like, nah, this is definitely the guy. He has a red dot on his ticket. And Malcolm's like... I know that we tried that, but that doesn't mean that worked. (laughs) And now you've actually, like, traumatized the fuck out of this guy. Which seems to be the conversation that Malcolm has with everyone. Everyone. Every single person in this movie, he's like, hey, don't immediately go to chopping people's fingers off and murdering them. He's like, maybe just wait, like, three seconds. Let's assess the situation. Just ask me first, actually. And then I'll be like, hey, don't murder him immediately. (laughs) But everyone's like, no. I found something out, definitely have to murder. Can you imagine yeah. any time that you run into a slight problem, you're like, gotta murder him. Gotta kill him. <laughs> gotta kill him. Like, that's my only option. Gotta torture them terribly or murder them. <laughs> yeah, and Malcolm has to like swat them on the hand and go, stop killing him. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, at what point has he not realized that he's definitely constructed this hierarchy in a poor fashion? Terribly. He's a bad leader. (laughs) If you have to like, if every time you turn your back, your constituents are murdering each other. Then you probably didn't seriously. Not build a good even cult. just
1: each other. You can even do it's your just each right. Other.
0: They're just your... killing each other. They're not even killing outside people. They're just killing each other, man. Constant civil war in a village of thirty-five people. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you fucking
1: kidding me? You guys can't just be
0: civil when there's thirty-five. There isn't even traffic to worry about. <laughs> there's just walking around. You're killing each other every five minutes. <laughs> killing each other you fucking kidding me? This is crazy. So, anyway, he's like, well, I'm sorry, brother. Sorry that we've been messing with you and, you know, you came over here for solace and uh guess we tortured you. And then he walks behind him and slits his throat. He's like, I guess murdering him is, you know, <laughs> better than, I don't know, I guess maybe, it, maybe it's not, I don't really know what to do with this information didn't, they here. They didn't, didn't want him to tell anybody, man. And then later Malcolm's always anybody. like, don't kill people. And I'm like, well, you murdered a guy pretty early on. Definitely without, did. not like, any feelings toward it. Like, you did not care. Yeah. Did not give a shit at all. Had to protect his own image. So, I don't know. Let's move back to the tragic, salacious relationship between Fiona and Jeremy. They're kind of like Romeo and Juliet. They are Romeo and (laughs) Juliet. Like, honestly, fuck Romeo and Juliet's story. Fiona and Jeremy. This is the most tragic tale of love I have ever seen in my entire (laughs) life. Are you kidding me? That's true.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? Dude.
0: Fuck Shrek and Fiona. It's Jeremy and Fion. <laughs> Fion. Oh, this hurts. I don't even want to talk about the good parts. I of know it's hard. Man. It's, it's just hard. Sad. <laughs> I know there's a movie, but yeah,
1: it's come dark,
0: on, man. You just know that there's something out there like that that happened to like. You just know this oh, happened yeah. to like like multiple people in the 1800s, like many, you know, like which oh, is terrible, yeah. and it's like, oh, that's why watching this just. Fucked me up. I'm it's like, this heavy. Sucks. Like this sucks because you know, like this is a movie that's like very dramatized, but at the same time, you're like, no, there are religious freaks who have done these things. Oh yeah, in the past. So it's crazy. Um, so they're like sitting out on a boat by the water. They're talking about how much they love each other. They're gonna build a house together. They're gonna like. Uh, and we're going to see part of this later, too, because they're like, well, we have this boat right here that we can, like, make the front door to our house out of. Like, we can carve our name into it, all this blah, blah, blah. And then um, they start to have sex, which is like, you know, in most movies, probably not that big of a deal. But here in this religious cult movie and, like, you know, they have values and this, that, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they have values! Who gives a shit? <laughs> It it matters here. This is bad. Yeah. You can't be doing this. Well. Um, But Fiona's like, no, like, let's go ahead. Like, let's go for it. And Jeremy's a little hesitant, but they end up having sex. And Jeremy's fingers are disgusting. She's going to have the worst UTI of her life. I mean, like, cottage cheese is going to be cheesing. Because those, oh, my God, that was disgusting. We get it. Like they had to close up on his fingers. Like oh, it was that? gross. I didn't need to see all that, man. <laughs> that was more disgusting than the sex. <laughs> <laughs> you had like gross, there, dude. There was so much dirt all over. I just, I just, really. This is the issue I had here. I just started thinking about like eighteen hundreds. I'm like, that's just
1: what it was you like. still have
0: sex like that? Yeah. You all had UTIs they were all so and filthy. fucking.
1: Could you imagine?
0: Oh. What are you talking about, dude? so gross. How many infections did all of you have? Seriously. Every entry and outry point was in shambles. Yeah. No wonder you all died when you were 30. Yeah. Like, what? The grime? (laughs) Come on, man. Okay. Anyway, I just think that sucks, and I like soap. (laughs) moments like these cleanliness is nice moments like these really i'm like wow taking soap for granted you know what i don't i should pray to soap every morning really you gotta pray to soap tonight yeah when i wash my hands one thing jeremy couldn't do (laughs) poor sucker so after everything we just mentioned we see thomas traveling around the town spying on people in attempt to get some intel um spying on people and like buildings and stuff, really. yeah. Um, this proves um, absolutely weird as fuck to the point that I'd probably let them keep my sister and I'd go back at... And, and, I don't care what... I, I'm leaving. Yeah. I don't give a shit about my sisters. She can die and get tortured for all I care. I'm not anywhere near this. The first thing this man sees, the first, is a husband and wife slitting their forearms and fucking bottling their blood. Yeah. Do you know how fast I'd leave? Goodbye. Do you know how fast I would leave? Yeah. Immediately I'm gone. Uh, yeah, I don't care if I have to swim back to shore. <laughs> I don't care if I have to be gone in the sense that I'm leaving this world. Yeah, we're all fucked at this point. I'm not Actually, interested. This I'm setting the whole fucking place on fire. I'm not letting this continue. Well, well, well um. Thomas is going to do a little more snooping around right now, though, that involves him, like, drawing up a map of all the higher-ups, homes, and what have you. Pretty much the whole place, really. Um, But what I really want to talk about is the creature under the floorboards that sucks up blood when uh, Thomas gets cut. Because he, like, there's a trap on the doors. This is how they're going to find out later that he's been snooping around, because they are going to find out later. Right. And he cuts himself on a door, because they have, like, I don't know, some kind of thing where when you try to twist the doorknob, it slices you. Whatever. Yeah, if you try to, like, use the key like a normal key, it'll cut you. You, There's, like, a little trick that only cult people know. Yep. And so then if you get your finger cut, they're like, oh, he's not from around these, Perch. Exactly. Yeah. So he does that. He cuts his finger. And then when he walks into the room that he's trying to get into, all of a sudden, like, some fucking freak. Oh, it's gross. It, okay, stop! You're, uh, I don't even have headphones on, and you're grossing me out. I, I feel so bad for the listeners. I'm sorry, everyone. dude. That's what happened. It was so weird. You're entitled to never listen to the show again because of what James just did. Because I never want to speak to him again after that. But it's yeah, hard. she like pops up. And she, you see like some creature under the like between the floorboards, you know, yeah, like in the little crack in the cracks, and it looks just I don't know what to explain. It looks terrifying. It's but. You just see it, like, put its mouth up to the floorboards and start licking up all the blood that's dripping in between the cracks. Yeah. it's And at this point in the movie, I mean, you haven't seen anything close to that. Right. It... Threw me <laughs> off of my game harder than any other movies probably ever thrown me off my game. Like considering I was coming pretty hot off I of so Wicker confused. Man with yeah. Nick Cage, so you're like it's cult stuff. I was like, like oh, it's, it's cult stuff, but there's not going to be anything that have weird, have right? <laughs> and like fire, and like you know,
1: and then that happened.
0: I loved it. It the second that, I was like, like, no, this is Silent Hill. This is a whole different yes. vibe. I was already like fairly into the movie because I was just like interested by this point yeah but the second that happened I was like I could not stop watching (laughs) I had to know what was going on you have my attention (laughs) what is crawling under the floorboards fucking lapping up blood (laughs) that was so crazy so, um, yeah. Now, I want to take a moment to discuss one of the biggest issues in the movie for me, and that's when Thomas wakes up in his room, starts slurping down some heroin, and he gets a knock on his door. Um, this is, like, about him being uh him, him being late for work. Oh, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. beside the point. This isn't my issue. It's really, like, something's going to happen later on, but this is when we first see it. The dude has a cross scar on his back, and later on, we're going to see a flashback to when he receives said mark. Uh, we're going to learn that, like, you know, he was in a different cult. And, um, <laughs> but that cult, honestly... That cult might have been more fucked up than this one somehow. Mm. Dude, the way they were, like, dragging him down, that fire, and the, I don't know what was going on in that cult. He was just, like, his his explanation of the story was very, like, you didn't need, give me enough. Do you either. need some help? Well, because he was, like. He was a missionary. Yes. And he went to, like, spread the gospel yeah. in China. And they said, fuck you, white boy, and destroyed him. Ah, there was there was no cult involved. Well, he said the words cult. <laughs> okay. Um, These this he was trying. He, he went was in his cult and he went was, over to try to spread. his Yeah, cult, so he was basically no. a okay. fucking colonizer. Got that a little wrong. I get it now. Yeah, and and well, they, they fucking they, they, they said him up. We, they said we don't want your Jesus.
1: <laughs> Damn, they could have said no. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: <laughs> they were not interested. Well, no wonder he started hating God. Right? I would definitely hate God after that. <laughs> Holy shit. This movie's fucking wild. Okay, so yeah, I'm glad James explained that better because what happened is like, yeah, they brought him out to a field and they had a burning cross and then they branded him with a cross. Yeah. And like beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense because I was like, "How did he get out of this cult if they were doing that?" Yeah, homie was trying to like so the cult build he was a church. In was not the, yeah, right. Okay, he was just trying to like plant a church. Wow. But man, like, if indigenous people aren't interested in your shit, you should probably stay away. It's all I'm saying. Holy shit. <laughs> well, yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> well, none of that was my issue with that. I think I probably didn't notice any of that because I was just really actually I know why I didn't notice that because he said yeah. Paul what was, was your issue? You got upset about something. I was so pissed because he has that uh, that uh, cross scar on his back. Yeah, it's just two straight lines. It's a straight line going down the center of his back, and a straight line going on the cross. And then when they pull up in that flashback, and they have that branded cross they're putting on him, it should have been like a. Th- it's one of those big old curvy right. fucking ones with like all the edges. Right, right, like, right, right. That got right, right. some curves to it, you know. And <laughs> it's thick. It's like the cross that's on him is probably maybe an inch long. Max. Right, right, right. The one they brand him with is like five inches on every point. <laughs> So, like, that really pissed me off. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't know. There's so much attention to detail throughout this whole movie. It looks great on, like, all these kills, all this everything, like, blood dripping down. Even when, like, that dude got shish kebabbed, early, I feel like, like, even the blood splatter and the way he was dripping and stuff, like, I thought it all looked really good. Really good. I thought it looked amazing. And then there's just moments like this in the movie where I'm like, you didn't try with that at all. (laughs) Like, the scarring looked fucking great on his back. Yeah. It looked like a scar. Like, looked really good. But I'm like, how do you put all that effort into, like, making this scar and making this flashback scene, doing all this, blah, blah, blah. But you just couldn't put the attention to detail on the brand that yeah. they're touching him with? All they had to do they could was have just, get used to, a, a just used a thinner one. a thinner branding. Yeah. And if someone noticed that, like, you had to have noticed that at some point. There's yeah. no way no one noticed that. The thick that. one looks scarier, though. It looks cool but then just put that fucking branding on his back. <laughs> and that might not look as cool but right. honestly, I think it would have looked cooler if they had thing thin going cooler. on his back. Yeah. It would just there would have been like an aesthetic to it that like, you know? Yeah. Cuz why would they put that much detail into a cross brand that they're branding him with if they're not religious or anything either? That's probably another reason that I thought that it was like their cult or something too, right. Because, right, right I don't right, know right. it seemed like there was more thought behind that cross. But if it's some random people that are just like, oh, no, we're just going to beat you up and brand you with this cross for trying they're to like, oh, Jesus is so great, us. huh? Here, wear it. Yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense that they just like welded something real fast? and It's just two straight lines. Right, right, They right, fucking right. have this whole elaborate cross that they're branding <laughs> with. That's stupid. And so now that you explained that to me, it pissed me off even more. This was already like my biggest issue with the movie. And now it's an even bigger issue. So I don't know. And obviously that's like a small issue with the movie for that to be like one of my biggest issues. Wow. So like you know, but, yeah. but I just think it's a really bad attention to detail in a movie that has really good attention to detail. It's just a weird, basically everywhere else. It's a weird choice. Yeah, it's a really weird choice. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna continue, but can you do me a favor and hand me that pillow? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, back to Tom is waking up and working. Thank you. The person that woke him up was Jeremy. And in the night previous, Jeremy spotted oh, Thomas Jeremy. wandering around at night. So he's pretty obliviously curious to, or obviously, sorry, not obliviously. I just read that word completely wrong. I, I can't read apparently. Um, so he's pretty obviously, I I didn't even get that like from me reading it wrong. It was like, I said it out loud and I was like, what the fuck does that? That doesn't f-? make like, sense. What does those words mean? So he's obviously curious as to what Thomas was doing. And he's like, Hey Thomas, what were you doing out there last night? And Thomas is like, I was having a fucking cigarette. What were you doing, buddy? <laughs> what were you doing? Huh? And then, and, uh, Jeremy doesn't even respond. He just puts his head down and starts walking away. And I was like, oh shit. He's like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> So as he's we retreating, Thomas is like, I thought I could trust you. I was like, <laughs> damn, like he really is good at flipping the situation around on other people and making them feel bad for like well, but he's definitely a master manipulator. He is, but also Jeremy should have I mean he was out doing stuff he wasn't supposed to do too. He was like doing things he probably shouldn't have. He, he, he knew. He knew. Yeah, I'd say so. So um yeah. So Jeremy apologized. He's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the funniest line in the movie. Do you remember this? No. I forgot about it on the second watch, and it made me laugh all over again the second time. He goes, he's kind of like head down, like, you know, you know, over again. He goes, I'm sorry. I have limited thought. <laughs> 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 like, I don't know if he's saying that because he's like, I'm, I'm, assuming I'm a dumbass. Because he's like, I'm young, you know, <laughs> so like I haven't like, my brain hasn't developed all the way type thing. But I'm like, I don't know. Is he just saying like, yeah, I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, I'm not very smart. So
1: I have limited
0: thought. I have limited thought. And at that point, I think Thomas genuinely felt bad. <laughs> like, I think he genuinely felt really bad because he was I'm like, f- oh shit. I'm a few cards short of a deck. He was like, <laughs> I just fucking roasted this guy that has mental issues. <laughs> like, it was so bad. So at that point, he's like, Dude, I'm sorry. was like, I'm, I'm sorry, Jeremy. Jeremy's like, it's okay. Can I ask you a favor? He's like, all right. So they pull up and, uh, you know, they're at this boat, the boat that he's been uh, fucking his girlfriend in. Yeah. And uh, it's apparently a boat that of uh, a spy who tried to escape from the island. And, and Jeremy's like, yeah, the spy tried to leave, but God protected us by killing the man with the sea. And like there's, it's lines like that when you're like, these people are so fucked off. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's
0: what you think. That's what you think a boat crashes. That's what happened. What are we talking about? That's not. That's not what happened. God killed the man by using the sea. It's crazy. So they chop up the boat. And on their way back with the materials, Thomas reveals to him who he is because he's like he pulls out his little locket that has his sister's picture in it. And Jeremy's yeah. like shit shit gotta run he just tries to run away while he's dragging, <laughs> like a bunch of like heavy wood that he could barely carry it's so funny i'm like where'd you think you were gonna go he's like nah it's too late man you're in you're in it you're, you're in it. it you have to talk about this <laughs> so um yeah he's just like well i actually know the chick uh Thomas is like what do you mean you know her and he's like well all right so what happened is my dad kidnapped her to save the crops and then Thomas is like you didn't help her and he's like Look at me, man. I'm a wimp. I have limited thought.
1: <laughs> I got limited thought. <laughs> what, I, what do you expect me to do about what it? What
0: am I supposed to do about it? And again, Thomas feels bad. He's like, shit. Yeah, you're right. Like in both those <laughs> moments, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of looks away and he just like moves on to the next thing. He's like, ah, shit, you're right. You are kind of fucking wimpy and dumb. You, you, you are limited in thought. <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, well, you know, they kept kept uh, your sister's ransom in a treasure chest with chains all over it. Thomas is like, what the fuck? This is what you, this is what you guys do. Can't they, she, Can't she just be in a be, room? Like she could still have a bed. Like why is she in a chest? It's so crazy. Imagine the back problems. <laughs> so on the other side of things, Fiona's pregnant. Yeah. And you think that would be a blessing for some? It's a problem for others. That's this definitely a problem to Fiona. Yeah. This is this is rough. Remember how earlier we talked about religious cults? And like, I don't know, uh, what's the thing? Uh, uh, values? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the values are going to piss people off. Well, it gets kind of complicated actually because, I mean, they are trying to sort of go about it in what would have been the best way possible given the situation that these two young people found themselves in and that they're like, you know, oh, like we're going to get married and have this baby and like you know, live our lives together. Like they weren't yeah, trying to skirt responsibility or or anything like that. Like toward the end I guess they were. <laughs> but like right before well, the yeah, event. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I mean they were trying to be like some responsible about it, but pretty much I don't if we need to like explain it to everyone like basically this area does not want them to be doing what they're doing having babies having sex all this before they're like i think well i don't know how old they are but i assume they're probably not of age they're also not married which i think is like the main thing yeah but i think they're maybe not old enough to get married but i also don't right. know how it works in this cult over here or like what exactly who they want, knows i know they're either too young or not married right like it's one of those things or both of those things or in tandem you know yeah But basically, um, her being pregnant is very bad. Yeah, can we also... uh, I know we said, hey, they're Romeo and Juliet, but like also they're Romeo and Juliet because of their families. So we already know that uh, Frank is Jeremy's dad. Frank is Jeremy's dad. He's one of the, the founders of this island are Malcolm, Quinn, and Frank. Yes. And Frank is Jeremy's father. Quinn is... Theon's father. Yeah. And then Malcolm is Andrea's father. Bingo. So, yeah. They all got kiddos running around. Yeah, and it's all... It's all gonna be a problem. They're all, like, kind of besties in a way. Right. Actually, they literally are. Yeah. They are literally all best friends, actually. They kind of got a good thing going on. They all kind of hate their dads, except for Jeremy, actually. Jeremy likes his dad. Yeah, well, and I mean... His dad's the least of a dickhead yeah out of everyone in the cult frank's actually kind of chill and whenever things start going tits up he's the first one to say nah fuck this shit like yeah like this, this is, is bad we're not we're not what we're doing here is wrong like he's the yeah. first one to pull the plug like yeah frank's kind of okay yeah i think <laughs> frank's fine with the whole um slicing your arm and like you know bleeding in a bottles thing but i think beyond that when they're like hey let's get a uh, like little fetuses involved, start feeding these to our she-god and he's like all right i'm out so i think the craziest thing about all that is that she doesn't even ask for it. no they just start assuming things and we'll get into all of that this is something we're just dropping and we're i know come right back to, this like, is crazy like, you guys didn't even that, know the like, she gods existed yet we said yeah we've hinted it we've hinted briefly it. a little bit <laughs> but you know yeah it's it's crazy Did you also notice too that um none of them have wives and they don't really explain what happened to any of their wives. Malcolm's wife is explained a little bit because Andrea says that she died giving birth. Are we just supposed to assume that all of them did? And then that's what, like, Quinn is boasting about later with the whole Fion thing? Huh. Because on- I know Andrea's mom died giving birth. The rest of them, I don't know, because she had that whole thing where she was like, yeah, my grandpa was the only guy, or her uncle or whatever, was the only um, person in my family who looked at me without, like, seeing my mom because... My dad huh. looks at me like this, blah blah blah. And is, there is some loose connection there, but I don't know that it's really like. Is that there valid something a... there about these three men don't know how to help a woman give birth without killing her? I want to be surprising. <laughs> um, I'm going to be honest, though. I would definitely get a woman killed if I was trying to help her. <laughs> her. <laughs> Do you think there's any scenario? Where I'm in front of someone giving birth and I would help, and not in the and I'm not like if you're listening, not not saying that I want to try to help or anything. I'm not saying like I'd be like, oh fuck you, I would try to like sabotage. Right, I'm right, just saying There's no way you're gonna do this. What right? What help am I going to be in that situation? That's just yeah. Don't try to give birth in front of me. You're gonna die. You're not gonna make it. I'm sorry. No, you're you definitely call everyone. Call all Anyone but ones. Caleb. Call, no, I mean, call your loved ones and let them know that you're not going to make it through the night. Baby probably won't either. <laughs> I have no confidence in myself in that situation. I'm not a fucking doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Oh, shit. Anyway, <laughs> there's something there. With yeah, I don't know, you know where know the mothers them. are. Yeah, something's interesting about wives, that. I don't know. We only have an explanation for one. I mean, Quinn, I can explain it to you right now. There's no way this man will ever last in a relationship. Yeah. He's is the worst person on the planet. Can you well, imagine, imagine being friends with this guy? He had to have killed his, his wife, right? Killed her or got her killed 100%. <laughs> and probably not through birth. I think he probably right. just beat the shit out of her or yeah. something. Yeah. Because this guy, I mean. Found a way to cover it up. If the story in this movie is like, it has any relation to what could have happened to his wife? Right. I don't think it went over well. Nah. This guy's fucking terrifying. The worst man on the planet, probably. Anyway, um, so Fionn's pregnant because she goes over to Andrea for guidance, and she's just like, hey, how would I know if I'm with child? Me and Jeremy kind of been fucking. And then Andrea's like, well, wait, you have been fucking? She's like, many moons.
1: Many moons. Many moons moons
0: now. (laughs) (laughs) And then Andrea's like, okay, well, as for the pregnancy, when did you bleed last? And Fionn's like, like winter, bro. (laughs) <laughs> like, like fucking winter, dude. And it's probably like summer. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not summer. You know what I mean? But it's not winter right now. It's not winter. It seems like they're. Like, you might. It looks warm too. outside. <laughs> it looked pretty warm and bright. So Andrea's like, "All right, Fiona. Um, I don't know for sure that you're pregnant. That you's pregnant, but uh, there are other ways to see." And then the scene just ends. <laughs> they leave it at that, and we'll get. We'll get to that very, very soon. Click. It's so crazy. Uh, So all newcomers are to report to the church for a meeting. And this meeting is in regards to the person who's been sneaking around the compound at night. Again, they bring like six people here. So the whole conversation we had earlier, this is where I'm like confirmed. These are the new people here. Right. Because they say... You're all newcomers. Right. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, bring them over there. They're like, all right. Someone's been walking around the compound at night, and we know that new, everyone here knows, new or old uh, member, you cannot be walking around the compound at night. So, um, we got to figure out which one of you is a spy. So, they're like, all right. Malcolm pokes them all with a stick. (laughs) He's like, hey, you, read the Bible. (laughs) Recite the Bible. Recite scripture. So they start going, like, a certain scripture, you know, like, one by one. Like, he yeah. tells them when to stop, when to start. He goes from person and to person. And it's his Bible. His Bible. Um, Yeah, not the actual Bible. Right, right, like, right, right, be, right. Yeah, yeah. To be clear. Malcolm's So Bible. there's, like, no way that Thomas would know this. Because, right, right, like, right. <laughs> he just got here. He's a, not a spy, but, you know, he's yeah. an infiltrator for sure. So Thomas is, like, you can see it on his face. He's like, well, I'm fucked. I'm definitely done. And he's kind of going for his little blade in his pocket, just trying to do something, fight back somehow. Um, But then he notices that the dude to the right of him, who's about to read up before him, he notices him pulling out his knife. And I will also say that I don't get how none of the five guards in front of him noticed this guy pulling out his knife. Because his knife is like right next to his dick. (laughs) It's on the front of his pants. Like it's in his pants. He's pulling up his shirt and shit. And like he has an overcoat on and he has to move his coat to the side. Well... To reach in his pocket. And then he pulled... It is like the biggest blade in the world. They got to him? I know. How did there's, no, there's like five or six people standing here. The same amount of guards. One person standing in front of each person. They got to him eventually. That fucking I don't thing. think these guards are very good at their jobs. They're terrible at their jobs. All throughout the movie. These are the ones you hired to be Guards? That is so great. Could you imagine living on this cold island, though, and your whole job is just to guard the leaders at all times? Like, you're guarding them at every point of the day, every day, forever? Yes. The people that do that shit would love it, though. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's terrible. They would love that. That's the worst life you could ever live. They would love that. I would hate it. They would, like, the, the type of people who are into that shit, like, that's better than sex to them. Ugh. Yeah. Just you saying that grossed me out. That felt so, like, half male. <laughs> Guess I should love that, huh? <laughs> oh, that was sick, dude. That was, don't ever say that to me again. <laughs> anyway, you're gross. Thanks. You're gross. So, um, yeah, they go to this guy. He's not answering, and then he pulls out his knife. He goes to fight, and then he goes to stab Malcolm, but Thomas was already, like, ready for, you know, him going to attack. Yeah. So yeah, yeah thought on his feet you know he protects instead of like letting malcolm get killed which almost seems like it might have been good in his favor you know get rid of more of the people right but he was like nah i need to get on his side yeah so he protects him and then he gets slashed in the process it's this whole thing and then they fucking i mean they destroy this guy yeah they fucked this, this was guy a up. good kill like a really they good fuck kill this guy there's up. five or six guards like i said Five or six guards put a spear into him, all at different angles too. Yeah. So like he's being held up by spears that are through his back. Like he's, he's being a held up by cushion. the back of the spears and he's it's just resting crazy. on them. It was pretty cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's intense. The blood looked really cool, the kill looked really cool. It was, it was good. Good kill. It was good all around. And then he's like, This place is gonna burn. Fuck you guys, or something, and then he dies. Yeah. I don't know what he's a spy for either though. I think that's just like hinting that there's. Well, they say that. I think there's just people that hate this island. Yeah. Well, they say, they actually say that the king, so I'm assuming like Malcolm of England. Oh, they say that the king has sent an assassin. So it's like, it's like, I don't remember hearing that. Yeah. So it's like, when did that happen? So it's like the government knows about the cult. Yeah. They just kind of pass by it. I hate that they say, they do a lot of shit like that. They do that in this movie for sure. Because there were a lot of things that I didn't notice the first time around. And it's because they will just say very important plot lines in passing and then move on they don't do it super often but when they do it it's an odd choice I think it was actually after they kill this guy because they do put together that the guy that they killed is not the ransom guy yeah so they know that and it's because I think they figure out that he's an assassin sent by the king so essentially like the government knows and they're sending like FBI to take this cult down is basically what that means (laughs) well that's crazy yeah they should have laid that on a little harder. <laughs> Not going to lie. But, um, so, yeah. After this, they look over, and Thomas is just, like, heavy breathing in the corner. And the music is... The music is so light. Like, it's gone. Like, there's no music while this dude's sitting in the corner looking like a King Cobra JFS Bog-Rito, you know, with all the <laughs> toothpicks poking out in the oven. Like... While all that's happening, music's pretty light, pretty calm. They look at Thomas in the corner. He's like, (sighs) still pretty light. And then all of a sudden, it's like the most intense violin I've ever heard in my life. Just like fucking... (laughs) They absolutely love audio jump scares. And then... They fucking blast open a door, kick it open. It's Andrea's <laughs> door. And they're like, like literally <laughs> screaming, Og. It says Og in the captions. Og. And then they run in and Malcolm's like, you gotta fucking save this man right now. You gotta <laughs> save this man. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, he is sliced pretty decent, but he's not dying.
1: Yeah. it Like, in, comparison, gonna make it.
0: in comparison to, like, w- what you're screaming at, I think he has a Fucking paper cut. (laughs) Because I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, holy shit, save him. Save him right now. There's like nine people right in the room. They're like, holy shit, get him. Well, yeah, I think I think Malcolm's putting on a bit of a show here, though. He 100 percent is. He's being so dramatic. And oh, he didn't yeah. give a fuck when Thomas was laying in the corner, but then after he like got rid of his whole like because he, he had to do this whole it's dramatic. Like, thing. Oh, but I'm the father. I must protect my flock. Mm-hmm. But when he was in front of the shish kebab, like he had this whole dramatic thing where he's like staring at him for like 15 seconds. He's like waiting for him to get the final word out, and then he's like, yeah. "Hey, you're a bitch, by the way." <laughs> and then he looks over and he's like, "Oh shit, Thomas! <laughs> oh, we
1: gotta save this guy!" And they're, they're
0: screaming, and then the haste is on i'm like okay guys calm down with all that um but yeah and then this is when he this is when they have the blood pack and when he's like he's like you're my fucking brother dude when my brothers bleed i bleed harder here you go bro does that make oh shit what does that they're gay no that makes (laughs) blood packs is it fellas that makes it gay to have a blood pack no that makes thomas a lichen Wait, they're lichens now because Thomas is blood? Thomas is a lichen now because they mix blood because he got with Lucian he got Lucian's blood hell no and that means he has all those visions man this is <laughs> fuck the visions dude <laughs> fuck the visions fuck the underworld of it all really <laughs> dude this is an underworld movie I love underworld um so right after Thomas gets fixed up his sister gets dragged through the streets on a wagon while um Malcolm screams There's a traitor. Get over here. I'm going to fucking scalp her. (laughs) It's like, whoa, dude, (laughs) intense. What are you talking about? It's a little little much, (laughs) which also, you know what I'm really, what I really started thinking about on this watch too. Where'd they find her? I know they kind of said they were like, yeah, we kidnapped her. We grabbed her. Where'd they grab her from? They like, I guess they like send, I think they said that it was like a bar or something. They like send scouts into town. Didn't they say at one point that she was like kidnapped before or something too? Isn't (laughs) this like your second time getting taken? I don't know if I'm just like if that's like a, something that I'm remembering wrong, but I feel like at some point in the movie they were like, "Yeah, this shit happened to her too," and now she got robbed or not robbed? She got stolen. Geez. I didn't pick up on that. Okay, I might just be. Think- I'm, not, I'm probably just thinking of taken with Liam Neeson. No, not, this that's is what's basically gonna- taken with Liam Neeson. This is taken. This is. You know, early history Taken. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is. Are you telling me this is the prequel to Taken? Yes, this was Liam Neeson's like fucking. And it's the 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 movie that ties together the Taken universe and the Underworld universe. I don't know why, but remember Jumper. I love Jumper. I wanna I wanna eighteen hundreds Jumper. I guess I'm, he jumped probably there. Yeah. Did he jump in time? He didn't move through time. He only moved he through space. Time. We gotta stop talking about jumper. Yeah. He's should just do jumper. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so, 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 so. He scalps her. And then, um... Wait, we were just talking about something a second ago. Getting scalped? No, before that. Something her getting taken twice never mind yeah we don't need to talk i think i had something else about that before i went to that but it does not even matter that much anyway yeah he scalps a little bit of her malcolm or not malcolm freaks out um thomas. thomas freaks out and then he throws his bottle of heroin at the wall i did like the moment where like andrea was like here's a little bottle of heroin to help with your pain and he like smirked he like <laughs> laughed he was like "Been down this road because they look she hands him the same <laughs> bottle of heroin that he already has like at home he's like uh more junk. I know what this stuff is. But then he throws it, so. And I was like, I oh, don't know. That's not a good junkie move. Yeah. He would definitely be, like, downing that heroin right now. He'd be like, fuck yeah, dude. Anyway, on Fiona's side of things, um, she's in the bathroom with a mirror. There's other ways to look. There's other ways to have a mirror. Say I told you there was a mirror. There's a mirror. You thought there wasn't a mirror. She has a mirror. <laughs> You're right. This is a very important scene with the mirror. You're right. It is, like, you think the weird part is that she's looking at her vagina with a mirror because, like, I like Andrea said to her, you gotta, gotta see. You gotta take she, a look. She thinks she could see the baby if you guys aren't picking up <laughs> what we're fucking putting down. She thinks she's gonna see a fucking baby just poking <laughs> her. Um, the, the That's not the weird part, though. You'd think it is, but... No, that's not the weird part. Fion's fucking dad is looking through a peephole in the bathroom which i was really just like wondering at that point like i i don't know how he would know that she's pregnant at this point like there's like one scene where he sees her talking to what's his face jeremy yeah she sees him talking to jeremy once and you could tell that he's like a little like oh what's going on right that's it that's all he ever sees her talking to him yeah and on that Apparently now, maybe he thinks she's pregnant. I don't even think he thinks that at this point. He doesn't know anything. He's just like... No, he's just looking at her in the... I kind of feel like he's just looking at her in the bathroom, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think... He's focused on looking at her in the bathroom Like, after he looks at her in the bathroom and he sees her with the mirror and stuff, and I think now he's, like, curious. He's like, okay, what the fuck is going on? but like no, he I'm was just looking at her in the bathroom how do you get to the point where you're looking at her in the bathroom how do you even know that that peephole's there so that you could like think to sneak over there and then start looking at the bathroom he if you that know that there. there's a hole on that bathroom you've been looking in that bathroom before right he, he put that there's hole there's no other fucking way well that was like a natural wood hole to be oh fair. he made it look natural Dude, this is the olden times they can only do so much with the wooden doors. dude i i believe fucking what's his name again griff griffin grimy quinn quinn, quinn can do fucking anything <laughs> I this won't. Dude. <laughs> he's pretty dumb. He's terrifying. This this is what my nightmares are made out of. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, he's just terrible. Um, he's in Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Really? He? If you saw, uh, I kept like looking at his face, and I was like, I know I've seen this dude somewhere. He's like yeah. one of the main like captains, like on like one of the evil spaceships. Uh... People are so pissed. They're like evil spaceships. That's the fucking. I don't give a fuck about the Last Jedi. <laughs> the movie sucks. I like that one. Oh, you did? No, you're <laughs> gross. <laughs> You're so gross. Anyway, anyway, we're not getting into that. Um. So yeah, uh, let's move on from that sick shit on Thomas's sister side. Hold up, of things, you don't remember whenever Luke drank that titty milk? Oh, that was stupid too. That shit was awesome. Well, we actually, you know, we prepared some of that like an alcoholic version of that. Oh yeah, for the showing of the Last Jedi. That was the only fun part of the movie. Everything else was ass. Anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yeah, on the Thomas sister side of things, um, oh, well, I guess before we move on from that sick shit, there is that moment where she notices that he's there because he like makes a noise, and Fionn notices he's there, and it's so sad too because she just oh, looks sad yeah. and like just like what the fuck, you know, like she doesn't even yeah. know what to think of it. She's like, this is gross. Yeah. Um, and Fionn's dad his response is just put his hand over the hole and just act like he's not there. Like he could, I mean, they both know he's there and he just, he's still just standing there for a while, just holds his hand over it. And then eventually just walks away when he's just like, all right, fuck it. It's so like, Oh, it was so fucked up. dude. I I hated it. I hated it so okay Thomas sister side of things she's been turned into a plaything for the village kids also so fucked up oh my god after they like wheel her around and scalp her they just chain her and put her in the middle of the town and there's a guard sitting there like watching her at all times but they just let the kids play with her like poke her with sticks like braid her hair just fuck with her yeah it's so messed up it's crazy it's so bad so not long after that a party starts like dude the way they go from terribly sad things to just like party is like so (laughs) crazy but a party starts, but Thomas isn't here to party. He's here to investigate and go through with this plan that he's made with Mr. Jeremy to save his sister. Oh so yeah. At this point, he's like, Jeremy, you're helping me or I'm telling everyone that you have this relationship with Fionn. Yep. Um, which really, I mean...
1: Fair enough. Gotta do what
0: you gotta do. Um, but Malcolm and his goons have another plan, and that plan is to go through the room of each and every newcomer until they find a clue. And uh, that leaves a Malcolm finding the poorly drawn map of the house that Thomas didn't try very hard to hide. Pro- I don't know, like either keep it on your person or put it somewhere else Why that's not in your house. didn't he have right? that on him? I don't know. He needed that. He needed that right then and there. Yeah. And if you didn't need it anymore, if you already planned it out and now you have it off of memory, burn the paper. Yeah. Get rid of the paper. Why do you still have the paper? Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. But really stupid of him. Um. So, yeah. So Really convenient. Uh, it, again, very convenient. <laughs> and I felt like this was a for weird... For a guy that we're supposed to think is a pretty fucking smart guy. Seemed like it. This was weird for me, too, because I was like... I don't know. They had that whole scene of, like, you know, uh, 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 Malcolm going, like, you're my brother, this, that, blah, 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 the whole thing of, like, you know... And obviously, I mean, I guess when you're in an actual situation like this, plans can go awry very fast. and right. things change. But I was like, I don't know. It seemed weird they did all of that and introduced all of that because I felt like I thought that he was going to be, like a lot more low-key for a long time. Yeah, get, get a little bit more on the inside. He had maybe like five, ten minutes max. Yeah, they, of, they blew that cover pretty quick. Yeah, and then immediately they're like, oh, actually, it is you. He's yeah. like, literally in one scene that you see Malcolm, he's like, you're my brother. And then like the next scene you see him, he's like, I'm going to oh, kill shit, you. it's him. <laughs> he's like, it's this guy. <laughs> Knew it all along. So I don't know. I thought they were going to spend a little more time with that, and I thought that was a little whack. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. So at this point, you'd think the movie was kind of... Ending it or feels like, like it's almost over. End, yeah, it's like know. a climax here, right? Yeah, but I don't know. At the same time it is only an hour in at this point too. So like I don't know. I guess there is a little more like but there's more than 30 minutes. So um it it seems like either Thomas is going to get like found out and lose or he's going to get a sister or I don't know, something like that's going to Yeah, happen. I mean basically he's stuck here. He's he's yeah. under the house. He's got Frank on one side. Yeah. And Malcolm Jeremy is over there too. Yeah. And then Malcolm's on the other. Oh, oh, you mean okay? Sorry, I got uh, right. A Once lost. Frank Jer- gets there, he sends Jeremy away. away. That's a funny part too. I guess I forgot we already didn't mention that part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jeremy's like under there, like helping him get into the house. To, wait, what was his plan right now? I get don't- his sister because I don't know if his sister was in there.
1: Uh,
0: did he think she was, or did he? I don't he, know. I, I'm, a, I'm completely honest. I really don't know what the plan. is I don't know right what here. his plan is. <laughs> like I know the gist of I, under, part I understand of it? that he's getting under this house and yes. you need to block him in. I understand what I, they're I doing. Got a, I got the build to it. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing though right. or what his goal was. Like was he going to go in there and find his sister and grab her and run out? Like I don't really and I feel like they're like when they were planning, I didn't get much either. Yeah. Even how is he getting off of the island? Like <laughs> I didn't get any of that. So I was pretty confused by that, but that's neither here nor there at this point, I guess. It doesn't you're matter. Right, like, the, what's crazy is, like, you're saying these things, and I'm I'm sure that probably on subsequent viewings you've thought about them. But in the moment, like, like you don't think about it that much. They make the tension good enough yeah. that you're just like, yeah, what the fuck's happening next? Yeah. Like, that's all you really care about. You're not worried about the semantics. You're just like, do your thing and let yeah. me see what happens. But yeah, so as far as that Jeremy thing, Jeremy is like helping him get under that house and like building some rocks or like or yeah, like, like pinning them back in, there, in the, yeah. the, the bricks. Um, not stones, bricks. I'm there and blah blah blah. Um, and at one point, you know, they're like, "Oh, he's in the house." They call over to Frank. They're like, "Frank, he's in the house." Blah blah blah. Yeah. So Frank runs over and then he sees someone under the house. You know, like where um, Thomas entered. Right. And then he grabs him by the legs and pulls him out. He's about to punch him in the face. Like he's literally <laughs> knock him out. And he sees his son. He's like, "Oh, get get, get out of here! Fuck go out on, of go on, here! Go on, <laughs> go on scram!" <laughs> So yeah, what you were saying is that they're all on each end right, basically yeah. like just waiting for Thomas to get out so they could blast him. Yeah. And like end everything. But there's this whole thing too where Malcolm wants to keep him alive so they could still capture him and like get information and then uh you know Quinn wants to kill him. It's all this and that, blah blah blah. Um so Thomas is down here. Um again, don't know what his plan was, don't know what he was doing, don't know what this room is really. This is like the vine house, I think maybe. I don't even know what the fuck is happening.
1: Yeah. But he
0: looks around and then he sees a vat of blood. And, um, you know, he's like, huh, that's crazy. Um, He starts walking up this ladder and he's about to, like, exit out. But then a horse neighs, like, upstairs. Because, okay, let me set this up a little better. This probably sounds so confusing. Malcolm is above him. Right. There's a ladder right below Malcolm. With, like, and a trap a hole. door. There's a hole yeah. and a ladder. And it's, like, the, one of their entrances, like, secret entrances to the house or something right. like that. And he's over there. He rode his horse over there to go and trap Thomas when he came out of that hole. They're all at, like... Every possible entrance or exit of the house. Yeah, he's waiting. like a he's like a rabbit stuck in a den, and they're yep. like foxes waiting to get him at every hole. Yep. But Malcolm's hanging out there with his horse, so when Thomas is walking up, he hears the horse neigh, and then he realized that someone's up there. So he's like, hey, "I remember that vat of blood. It's over here. So I'm gonna jump in that. I don't think he knows where it goes. I mean, what, what it, it does. I mean, I don't get the timing of this either. This, this is another a, issue where this I'm is real a sewer, off. right? Yes. Like, he's in a well, sewer. I, the first time we watched it, I thought it was a sewer of sorts. But I don't think they really have a sewer. Oh. Because when you see them I shitting, guess they they're wouldn't. shitting in the wooden outhouse. Yeah, just mean, in an outhouse. I think there's just a, I think they're just building up shit over time, you know? Yeah. In there. It's just eventually you throw away the outhouse or something. I don't know. I guess. Um, I don't. I Yeah. I mean, this tunnel for me has questions because it comes I answers. back. It's her okay. blood tunnel. Why does she have a blood tunnel? I think that's where all the blood she drinks goes. Oh. Because you know how she's like attached to the right, 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 island right, right. in a way or whatever. Yeah, or yeah, veins yeah, nodes, yeah, but yeah. she's also not because she can walk around wherever she wants. I think those I are think like projections. Because I don't I don't think when every she, when she's just walking around, I don't think everyone can see that. No, I think they can because Malcolm says he's like you showed yourself yeah, to him. Yeah, he's like you showed yourself to him. Yeah. but I think he just meant like she left because she wasn't doing much before. She's kind of just laying there, not doing much. You know? Oh uh, no, I think, I, he think just those meant, are, like- I think those are like projections, oh, like really? visions. Yeah. So she, you think she's just sitting there? Like, I, I don't think she. I think that whatever like binding uh, spell that fucking. Quinn found in that cave. I guess that makes sense. Because he's like, I'm the one who should get credit or whatever later on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because he found out how to contain her. Yeah, I don't necessarily know what all that fucking means because they don't explain any of it. But yeah, they <laughs> inject fucking <laughs> inject roots into her. Right? I don't fucking know. Bind her down until the roots eventually <laughs> bound her down. I don't. I don't. I don't know. It's confusing, but okay. There's. I. I'm. I just think it's her it's her blood flowing like all the blood she's drank or something and that's like still keeping the island afloat in a way but it's also not because it's fucked up right now I don't know right. it's a weird blood vat that he's in but he goes in this blood vat he starts crawling through it and this is also a weird timing thing because this whole thing happens so fast like he crawls in there and then all of a sudden like right when he goes in the blood vat Frank ends up in that hole that he's in yeah Frank almost gets killed by Malcolm I still don't know, don't know how he did I don't know how to my knowledge Frank was on the ladder right about to hop out of it right and then Malcolm shoot just blasts through the door said that he didn't want to kill the person so I don't know why he's shooting blindly like that. That's how you kill someone. Right. Um, but somehow Frank doesn't even get a scratch on him. No, he's he's just okay. like He's like, holy shit, you shot by me. I missed. And the hole in the wood <laughs> is giant. So I'm like, there's no way. There's no fucking way. I don't believe that at all, but whatever. In this blood vat, um, he's just kind of like running through. And then... Um, Running, like, it, the this mommy is, from Barbarian shows up. This is so fucking claustrophobic it's so and bad. fucking The Descent or fucking As Above, So Below, whatever. Fucking any of these like really tight cave movies that make me uncomfortable. Like this is that, and he's also like it's, neck deep in blood while in that. I will say too, um, his face in this moment will live rent free in my nightmares. Oh my he looked god, terrifying. it's so scary. He looked like he looks scary covered in blood and shit, whatever the fuck that stuff was. Like, I don't like it is whatever it is. Yeah. I think it was all blood and dirt. Yeah. Second watch. Yeah. But then the barbarian does show up. Yeah. And then fucking barbarian shows up. Is she the barbarian though? Did we go over that? I don't know. Um, well, she's coming right for him. Yeah, so he just starts running away. Like, I don't know how else to explain the scene. Like, she just pops up in front of him, and he's like, what is this? And they're staring but at him for a But, like, and he, she starts squealing and just running at him. It's so tight that, like, he can't even run. He, all he can do is just, like, kick his feet. Yeah, he's, like, sw- he's backpedaling. He, yeah, he's, away. like, back backwards swimming, but without his arms. Like Backwards it's, doggy paddling. Oh, my God, it's so scary. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fucked. I don't know how he didn't get destroyed, but I guess if she's a vision, it would make a little well, sense. Well, and she didn't actually want to kill him, man. No, she just wanted to say hi, which yeah. is a bad way to say hi. <laughs> it's like Barbarian. dudes <laughs> like, hey, there, little girl. <laughs> hey, little girl. <laughs> Come over here.
1: It's <laughs> not how you say hi to someone. It's a bad idea. It's a guys. bad way to
0: introduce yourself. Come on. So after encountering her, Thomas comes across some hieroglyphics that basically depict an old woman surrounded by roots that drinks drink blood. So you yeah. can probably guess what we're going to experience on a grander scale in like 0.2 seconds. Yeah. Um, should we mention the wicker gimp? Yeah, we should. They literally put a wicker man in this movie. Yeah. So you can't tell me that this doesn't have some roots in the wicker man. He is a, he's also a Resident Evil villain somehow. Yes, 100%. And a beehive. And a beehive. Yeah, and just any wicker basket that you have in your house. Yeah, his whole face is in, is encompassed in wicker. But he's a gimp, like 100%. He's a, through a gimp. Through and through. He and doesn't he's talk. he's with blood at all times. He's bleeding. What the fuck is he? No one calls him anything. Where does he come from? He doesn't have a name. No one ever acknowledges him. The subtitles call him Creature. Yes. Um, That's all we get. Yep. Pretty sure he's credited as like Creature or something yeah. like that too okay. in, in yep. IMDb. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's very cool. But I wish I knew why it existed. I don't know what he is. I don't know where he came from. I don't know if why, he's like, Why is this here? Is he the God's assistant? <laughs> is he Blood Woman God's assistant? I don't think so. Is he Quinn's assistant? Yeah, I think he works for them, right? I think so. But what you're telling me, they just looked around. They were like, all right, so we got this blood God that we cut ourselves and like poor blood. We pour blood into her mouth. We gotta she, grab, she grows our crops. Grab one guy and grab just one guy, wrap him with... Wrap a bunch of wicker <laughs> around his head. Fill him with blood like all over his chest. <laughs> and just train him how to shut up and do whatever we and want. And feed her. I'm so confused about that. I don't know. Like so genuinely confused. I like the character. I love it. Again. It's, it's actually... It's actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. It actually makes me think of... I forget. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me think of that weird character in Midsummer, but they gave that guy a little bit more, like, the, purpose, like know, remember? Was the in he was, like... He was like their like I forget what they called him, but he was like their oracle or some shit. And like they would like look at his random scribbles and be like, "Oh, this means that like you know, fucking God is coming or whatever." Like it kind of reminded me of that. But in Midsummer, they gave that character a little more purpose, and I felt like in this one, it was just like there was just a thing there, and it looked really cool, and it was scary, but I just don't know why it was there. I just want to know who he was, man. Like what he was doing. Like he was crazy. Okay, well, that's what he is. Yeah, and He's going to pop around a little bit, but just know that he will never be explained. I don't he's know, a video I game character. I don't know what he is. Um, so also, how did Andrew just kind of like guess that Thomas would be, or not Andrew, sorry, Andrea. How did Andrea randomly just guess that Thomas would be inside of the, gl- the blood cave and that he would need a change of clothes? Yeah, I don't know. Another big problem that I have, how the fuck is his hair perfect after swimming in a literal bath of blood? Well, you know. Dude, his hair is perfect. He washed off. No, he didn't. Still has blood all over him. You know, he washed he looked up way too good for what he was just inside of. Like that's crazy. And also, like so she pulls up. She's like, hey, kind of knew you'd be in this cave. You found the you found our blood god, huh? You change of clothes. I knew you'd be in that blood vat. I knew you'd need this. How the fuck do you know any of this? How do you know not one, two, but three of these things? Because she's Andrea. What are we talking about? And then she's like, okay, so follow me over here. I built you a secret hut. They'll in, never find in, you. In the middle of this straw field, straw field <laughs> on our island. And she was like, they'll never find you. I built you a whole straw house, and it looks very well built. I mean, there's like a there's like a a stove. There's a generator in there, I'm pretty sure. Like, <laughs> He was like, yeah, here's every bit of medicine known to man. Here's a lifetime supply of food and a fucking George Foreman grill dude she's a Minecraft pro what are we talking about here I was so <laughs> confused this part did kind of lose me so Like, I was confused. like how did you have time to construct this whole little camp I don't know why I didn't even think about it the first time well the second time around it was all I could think about it. I was like what the fuck is this the timing in this movie is all over the place really uh, the convenience factor is insane <laughs> but she does kind of explain like the crops and the land are dying most likely because of something that like angered the God and the lands it's right. just like all implied but she like she'll like, I was also doing science experiments she pulled out she's like look look at this dirt in this jar watch when i pour this fucking scientific liquid on it see how it's not conjagulating that's what the fucking land isn't doing or is yeah man that's exactly what she says quote unquote pretty much <laughs> It was. So, i was like what the fuck are you talking about stop pouring test tube dirt into liquids like i don't hey man talking, this is the 1800s this is science You've never even met science you probably don't even <laughs> have that word yet Oh, no. So the next thing we see after we find out that Thomas will be in his straw hut for the rain- remainder of the film or the next two minutes and never again um, <laughs> is a close-up shot of the faces of Fiona and Jeremy, which is so funny. It goes back and forth with them. The only reason it's funny is because, like, Jeremy's face is just really funny to look he's at. He's got a funny face. Like, he's honestly, like, I don't know. He's kind of adorable,
1: you know, like, a weird he's, way, like he's, he's like a
0: quirky-looking, oh, no, you know what exactly what he is? Holy shit. He's the he's the kid from the Duke grown up. Oh, is that just any British kid? Maybe. Okay, but he's like <laughs> he has like a whimsical face. Wait, is that a British it? movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. For some reason I thought it was Australian. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah, I don't know. He just has that like whimsical, like funny face. Yeah. Um oh, is definitely British. You remember the teeth in that movie? <laughs> What are you talking about? I don't know. you got know. the funny face and stuff. I don't want to imagine that kid growing up. I never want to think about that kid again for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> I wake up thinking about that kid screaming every morning of my life.
1: <laughs> it has not left my head for the
0: past, like, four years. Anyway, um, things are going to get, like, really, really dark. But before that, we find out that Frank, Jeremy's father, wants to leave and go to the mainland and take his boy with him. Um, Oh, I guess I didn't mention uh, this is when, like, She's like, hey, I'm pregnant. Did you find out? It's Australian. (laughs) What? It's Australia. Same thing. Fuck you, dude. Don't <laughs> be an asshole. There wasn't even a kangaroo in the movie. What I know. Mean, what Australian. the fuck, dude? It's not Australia. <laughs> Come on, dude. I didn't even see Vegemite. <laughs> I've never seen Vegemite in a horror movie. Yeah. An Australian horror. Someone movie. needs to fix that. Well, every Australian horror movie is just like, hey, you got to this is my <laughs> I want to see oh, this is a scene that I need to see in an Australian horror movie. Okay. Some dude sitting around, Oh, maybe Mick Taylor whatever, do it Greg McLean. This better be in the Wolf Creek show or I'm pissed. He's he's to be sitting around <laughs> eating a kangaroo and Vegemite sandwich. I was like, hey, what you eating? He's like, oh, kangaroo Vegemite, mate. <laughs> I want to see him slicing it. <laughs> slicing kangaroo meat.
1: Kangaroo just-
0: and Vegemite. Change pad, change pad. I don't Dead even. Air. I don't even know what to do after kangaroo and Vegemite sandwich. Are you fucking kidding me? What are you talking about it. Would be so funny. <laughs> It'd be really good. Well, Where not like are we. Not like eating. Have you ever tried Vegemite? I actually haven't. It's terrible. Yeah. I don't get how they eat that. We should get some. I'll try it. Oh, you won't. I'll try it on air. No, I've tried it. I tried it on things. I tried it alone. It will very likely make you vomit no it can't be that bad or want to it can't be that it's bad. very bad i don't know how they eat what's it. what's it taste like i can't dirt like dirt mixed with fucking aids <laughs> i don't know I, I swear to God, dude, Vegemite is so bad. Like, I would not recommend it at all. I I don't even believe that Australians actually eat it. Wow, is how okay. bad it is. It's right. really, 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 really bad. I guess I still want to try it. It looks like Nutella, and it tastes like actual elephant dung. Yeah, I just assumed that it would taste kind of like Nutella because <laughs> that's what even, it looks like. Not even close. <laughs> not even close, my friend. Um, it's like. Anyway, um, yeah, so she's pregnant. They're looking at each other. It's like, oh, this is going to be great, blah, blah, blah. But then Jeremy's like, all right, well, my father wants me to go to the mainland, blah, 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 but I want to take Fiona with you. Um, She's like, okay, well, for sure, let's figure this out. He's like, okay, great. I have a present for you. I'll be right back. Give me five minutes. Walks away for five minutes. Things get real bad. Um, Fiona's or Fiona's father walks into the room. And her father finds out in this moment that Fionn is pregnant. And he begins to talk of the bastard mongoloid breeds and demons growing inside of her and all this. And he's like, that thing inside ye will kill ye. And that that really got me for what's yeah. going to happen next. You're worried about that? Yeah. You're worried about the thing inside of her killing her?
1: No, he's Great. not.
0: Great. Great. I don't, I don't think he's worried Great, Quinn, that. you piece of shit. So um, when Jeremy walks back in the room, not kidding. Five minutes later, he leaves for five minutes and comes back. Yeah. He walks into a fucking horror show. Bloodbath. Like he walks into a nightmare. The worst thing that you could ever possibly walk into, he walks into. Yeah. It and it looks so fucked up, dude. Like it's they rough. That I want I want that like that thing they made of her. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. That was so bad. Like, it looked, that looked crazy real. That looked like a real dead person. Yeah. Like a mutilated dead person. Basically, what happened when they're fighting, when uh, Quinn and Fiona f- are fighting, Yeah, he goes, yeah, the thing inside of you will kill you. And then he's basically like, I'm going to rip that thing out of you and he rips the baby out of her like when yeah. you look at her dead body she's not sitting there like you know beat up and fucked up like all around her face like everywhere blah blah yeah. blah it's like it's like he went at her stomach with butcher knives it's brutal and just like started like tearing out like straight at the center yeah it like it's it's really bad it is really really bad and it's so sad because really i don't know about you but the only two people i was rooting for in this movie were Fionn and Jeremy? Yeah, they were the only people who I was like, "You two, you two are golden." Like I kind of hated Jeremy. Really? Why'd yeah. you hate Jeremy?
1: Because of you- his
0: face. Oh, he's so funny looking, but he was cool. <laughs> I like Jeremy a lot. I really liked Jeremy. I thought he was cool. He was whimsical, man. He reminded <laughs> me of like Charlie in the chocolate factory. Oh my god. I liked him, man. He was a chocolate factory. Yeah, he was definitely like, Oh, I got me a chocolate bar. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I don't know. I thought Jeremy was funny. He was just I don't know. I'm always rooting for the nerd, you know? Yeah, I guess. He was cool. So, um, yeah. Oh god, I don't even know where to go with this. Um when Jeremy comes in, he's horrified. He's like, what did you do to my Fiona? And then that fucking Quinn's like, my, you're Fiona, my Fiona. I'm like, bitch, you do not have the right to... You just murdered her. She's dead. She's dead. You murdered her more than anyone else has ever been murdered. You know what, though? What? Earlier in the movie, there's a very, very small moment mm-hmm. where Thomas gives Jeremy a razor blade, and he says, hey... If you, he see, anyone. You, you see anybody, use it. And he uses it right here. He right uses now. it. He, he goes totally in and he tries. starts... Uh, I mean, I would say... He does a pretty damn good job. I would say he won this fight. Yeah. Like, 100%. I'm oh, like, he won this fight? He 100% won, he this, won fight. this fight. He won this fight. He starts beating Quinn's ass like he runs at him with a blade and starts slicing at him and fucking him up. And, like, he gets to the point where... At one point, he's, like, holding it to his neck, and he's slicing his neck. He gets, like, a good probably one-fourth of the way of, like, you know, the entire front of his neck. And then Quinn ends up getting away and, like, throws him off. And this dude is the biggest bitch since Kangaroos. (laughs) I swear to God. He runs out the front door, and he just starts going, help, help, Help! he murdered (sighs) my daughter. Mm. Like, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. Mm. No one in the world. (laughs) God, he has a big Fort Wayne in it. Indiana energy. like 100 percent one fucking hundred percent you have the audacity to murder your daughter oh, and then when someone God. fights back against you and you're losing the fight against like some wimpy little kid because you're a bitch because you're a bitch you run outside and you go help help he murdered my daughter fuck you dude oh i hate this movie is very aggravating it's it's like it's hard to watch man this like n- this whole like neck. Like the last five minutes in the next like 15 minutes or so, yeah, like next 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever, had me boiling. This is brutal, just sitting there, like, just pissed off, so mad, just wanting to like fight anything, you know, like, oh, it's so aggravating. It is so aggravating, man. It hurts. So, yeah, he runs out, and he's like, murderer, murderer, and Jeremy starts running off. The goons start running after him. And then, like, this is so stupid. The goons, after Jeremy and the goons are running for all of um, 45 seconds, mm-hmm. they end up right where Andrea and Thomas's straw hut is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Exactly yeah. in the place where Andrea was like, no one will ever find we'll you Never here. find it. <laughs> You've been here for all of five minutes, and someone found you, so. Well, I mean, you know, he, he let him there. He did lead them there, but like, I don't know. Are we supposed to, does Jeremy just know about that spot or something? I think did Jeremy they, knows about spot. The did they spot. build that yeah, straw hut together yeah. or something? I Jeremy guess? was in on it. He knew about the spot. Oh, that's where him in. And-
1: <laughs> of course he knows about the spot. <laughs> he knows
0: about every spot on the island, if yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. This guy, you dirty dog, you. Jeremy gets around. Oh, wow. So Jeremy is eventually grabbed and taken off to some horrific mechanism that the townspeople are ready to build at any given moment. Yeah, and the it, heathen stand. That scares me that the, like all these townspeople are just like ready to build this the worst. This comes together mechanism. so fast. Like you, you, have done this too often, and it's already is this just one like all their wives. Maybe because you, you're like, I think that the the movie position positions itself to where like oh malcolm maybe is kind of a good guy and then i'm like hang on hang on hang on hang on if malcolm really did write this bible that means at some point malcolm had to decide that the heathen stand was a good idea yeah because it's something that obviously he has to like (laughs) okay for them to use right why would they even have that Why did anyone even create this? Who designed it? And that also makes me wonder too, because at this, at the time that this is happening, is when we see Frank is about to leave and he's having a conversation with Malcolm and he's like, "Hey, I can't get it out of my mind that we killed that innocent guy and this, that, whatever." Like you know, when Malcolm slit that guy's throat throat earlier and Frank was standing there for it, but I'm like, wait, can't that get that out of your mind? But that medieval torture thing, you've definitely used that before. Right? You've been sitting with... You've definitely used it before. There's no, re- there's no way you just have that. There's no know? way that Sorry that, that thing has just been sitting for no reason. Like, you built that for a purpose. So, like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> what are we, you've used that before? And you can sleep off of that? You can sleep off of so that. talk about what this does. Like, right. I have so many... So, they put them in this horrific mechanism. And, um... Andrea is just like screaming the whole time, like, no, don't do this, blah, 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 whatever. Thomas also runs out at this point to like, you know, be there for the whole thing and be there for Andrea, which really like I get why he did it, but also probably a bad idea when you're got other things going on. Especially when like how he treats Andrea later. Not that he treats her bad, but he just
1: <laughs> you know what No, I mean?
0: he definitely should have stayed low key here so that he could still have like the element of surprise to like sure. do an attack later or something. Sure. Like, yeah but I guess it kind of worked out, whatever. So, um, yeah, let's just talk about a few things with this. So, it's this whole thing where like, it, they tighten it to your arms and your legs by like, fucking vice gripping you. Yeah. You get vice grips to your legs and your arms and eventually your head. And too, your head. And your head. And when they're doing the part of his head, they like, You know they're tightening it in place, and every time they tighten it, his head is being forcibly like moved back a little bit. Yeah, and then you hear a crack, and you're seeing it through Jeremy's point of view, like you're seeing through his eyes. So you see his head bouncing back, bouncing back, and then when the crack happens, you see like through his eyes like a bunch of like red crackles coming, like his his brain just cracked, and he can see the blood through his his eyes, like cracked. Like yeah, I'm sorry, I said brain cracked. Yeah, (laughs) skull cracked. cracked. His skull just cracked and he and his brains fucking, like an egg. And at this point, like, you could already tell he's pretty much gone. You yeah. know, like he's literally like his eyes. This made kinda... me think of that movie that did a blink sound. Oh, shit. Well, <laughs> that... Wait, what was that? I think it's Wolf Creek 2. I think that was Wolf Creek 2. I think Creek it 2. is. Was it Wolf Creek 2? I think it is. Which is the last episode. Nobody even knows the damn. reference. God I damn it. Know. That sucks. Well, if that did happen in that episode, it will be spoken. Yeah, we'll again. bring it back up. Was that Wolf Creek too? When it I happened. think it was. I don't even remember that. I do remember a audible blink in a movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'd think it was Don't Blink, but anyway. Um. So yeah, that part's already bad. It's not. Looking yeah, it's great for rough, me. and that's just the beginning. That's just the fucking start of it, dude. And then they okay. And behind this whole mechanism, they have like a little, a little. They like wheels with uh with handles on them. You know. Yeah, like a crank. A Crank. There you yeah. go. A crank. And this crank is attached to a uh, a drill bit, a saw, a saw yeah. hole drill bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's going to go into his skull. Yeah, it is. And that's really all it is. It is a it is a saw hole drill bit. They are core out his head. Yeah, it's really bad. So manually, um, manually. <laughs> and it's this whole thing too where like it's so fucked up dude like he starts it and he puts like you know how if you guys have ever seen the saw hole drill bits like they have the drill part that goes through it like that's right. like the drill that like it cuts in or it like goes into like you know the wood that you're drilling through makes or whatever like the pilot hole yeah it makes yeah. like the initial hole and it kind of like keeps it in place and whatnot. Mm. so when he goes in like he drills the tip of it into his skull and just kind of leaves it there for a second Jeremy's already, like, fucking bouncing around, like, a little bit at this point, yeah. and then Quinn goes down and whispers into his ear, I've wanted this. Yeah. And then he keeps going. It's brutal. So fucked. And then he starts slowly doing it. Like, he's you can tell he's, like, fucking with him, too. Like, he yeah. wants Jeremy to feel all of it. So he's slowly cranking it. He's cranking it. And then, like, oh, also, they have, like, reverse clan members standing around. <laughs> That's a whole another thing. Ah, You're right. It's fucking terrifying. Those executioner hoods are crazy, dude. I don't like that at all. They're
1: crazy.
0: I guess that, I forget that that's what they call them, the executioner hoods, but we all know what that is. Like, that's, that's fucked up. That is fucked up, dude. That was so crazy. It made me very uncomfortable. It was wild. Um, so then they start drilling into his fucking head. And then, like, also, the wicker gimp is just standing there. They He's just him, there. He's part of the party. So you're telling me the whole fucking town knows this know thing They know about exists? this guy? And you're all living
1: there happy-go-lucky? Right?
0: They don't even, like, pay any mind to him? You're picking flowers while this dude's just in one of these houses? <laughs> what the fuck
1: are we talking about?
0: Like, I I honestly didn't think the whole town knew about this blood god and this right, blood right, blood right. gimp and all that. Nope. They all know about seems it seems like they all know about they it is all and the heathens seems like this it. is all a normal everyday part of life. This is fucking crazy like 35 people here. How are you so familiar with this? <laughs> Who are you sending to hell? With That's this? why there's only 35. Oh my god dude. So um yeah that was pretty much all those things that happened um after they drill that hole out of his head. Uh-huh. Which is already so bad. We don't see it really. Like, we see, like, a, yeah. a perspective of it a little bit, but we don't see, like, the drilling and going in and all that, like, every bit of it at least. But then when it's drilled out, oh, shit, it's even worse than watching it. Because you see, they go to the back of his head, and they show inside of that head. They show it. It's bad, dude. And then he puts a rose petal in it, he's like, symbol of purity. What it, the symbol the fuck, of purity. That's the most fucked up thing I've ever seen. He's been, Put been putting purified. On, putting a rose petal in someone's giant gaping head hole and going, you're pure now, buddy. How the f- uh how is that purity malcolm you're supposed to be in charge here why is this a normal everyday thing on your cult island then malcolm shows up him and frank run up convenient time and
1: again right like the right, second right. it's
0: done and they're like how the fuck did they have time to do this whole fucking service without him even being there Five minutes. <laughs> so they walk up and they're like, "Frank's like, oh, holy shit, because that's his son. That's his son." You're up and see, oh my, God. and your God. son's dome's been fucking cored out. You were just talking to him five minutes ago, and like, it was done by a guy who you thought was your one homie. of your best friends, like. Like literally, like I'm like sure friends. they had some, 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 some like quarrels. disagreements, but like it wasn't, I'm going to murder your son publicly in front of everyone type of disagreements. Literally. Jesus fucking and, Christ. And you think Quinn was like so mad too. Cause like when he first found out like she was pregnant, he almost seemed like if it was someone else, he wouldn't have been as mad. Right. Like that's definitely the vibe he was giving yeah. off. Like, he was really mad that it was Jeremy, but it's like, I don't know. It's like your friend's nerdy son like is that really that bad that seems like one of the better scenarios thought thought that you'd probably be pretty stoked about that right yeah like like, could have been a lot worse right like you're not stoked be like all right well you know because he at first he didn't seem like he was going to completely murder fiona about this yeah like it wasn't until fiona said it's jeremy's yeah didn't exactly say it but like you know it got to that point right he was like oh no i'm definitely killing you yeah and he still, but he still didn't think he was killing her. Anyway. He didn't think he I'm was. I'm not killing entirely her. convinced that he thought. I think that. He I think he's. That, I think he's dumb enough. He thought she was going to bounce back from that. He was like, "Oh, I'm going to rip this baby out of your yeah. stomach, and you're just going to come right back. Like you'll be fine." Yeah. And he didn't realize until literally, like, he was just like, like all of his wives. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> that's how. Uh, it's because that's how Fiona was born. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, it's about that time." Just ripped just her out. Pulled her out. But he just got lucky that time. Like it just happened to work, and now he's like, "Oh, that's oh how my babies God. work. Like, of course, that's how babies work. You just fucking rip them out when it's time to go." Jesus. And then you know you got a new human. Yeah, he you don't did, need you don't need the old one anymore. You got, got a new one. Yeah, he never did the math of how like that's not how like population continues. Right, right, you know, right, right, right. Like, well, what are you talking? There's a new one in its place, <laughs> so it, it stays. We're the growing. Same. <laughs> we're growing. No <laughs> one else is like, no, it stays. This a, we're growing. We're growing. And then when, like, men start to die, he's like, it's really weird. Was, There's, was, like, less of us around here. When more <laughs> men are born. And when it's not a woman born. Because I right, guess I was right, thinking right. right now, the only scenario is another, another woman's born. Right, right, right. a man's born. He's like, everyone's, like, trying to tell him that. Like, well, when a man is. No, 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 no. I know how this works, assholes. <laughs> I know how this works. You saw what happened to my wife. He points to her in the corner of the room. <laughs> She's stuffed or something. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, um. James, you really like this part, actually. So I should probably let you take it from here. Because this, oh. this is when Malcolm shows up. Yeah. And then I'll let you take it from here. You really like this. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. So so Malcolm shows up. And I mean, there's a whole. You want a beer? <laughs> no, I'm good. If I have a beer this late, I'll probably fall asleep. <clears throat> um, So we get to this part. Uh, Malcolm shows up. Frank kind of, he's like, oh shit, my son. And then he kind of just like fucks off for a minute because he like goes and follows um the the body, really. uh We don't really know where he's going. And then Quinn is talking to Malcolm and he's all like, hey, you've been a bad leader and everybody fucking knows it. <laughs> So Malcolm, this is like his, his one, like his one opportunity. He could, he could save the entire situation here. He could get these people back on the side. All he has to do is be like, Hey, this guy's crazy. Y'all I was gone for 10 minutes and he murdered Frank's son. Like that's all he has to do. And instead he's like, well, I know I fucked up. (laughs) But here's the thing. I'm a, I am may have transgressed, but it's going to be all right because I know what to do next. And, like, nobody's buying it. Nobody's fucking buying it. And so then Quinn's like, if you want these people to fucking believe in you, you have to kill Thomas in front of everyone right now. Which I don't get, and I don't get why Malcolm's even considering it. He's like, oh, yeah, that'll prove to everyone that... This is, this, what you, should, you know what cause this you're is? Because so, he should have just been like, no, this dude's crazy. He's killing fucking random people without like, you know, <laughs> us having a meeting or discussing it or anything like that. He's just killing people. And then now, look, obviously, now he wants me to kill this guy randomly. Like, right, right, right. no one else knows he's a spy. He could have just been like, no, this dude's lying. Like, he's just telling me to kill a random person. Like, he's my wouldn't brother wouldn't everyone be against him if he just randomly killed a random member? You would think? You know, like, wouldn't everyone be like, no, like, what the fuck? Like, you even to do if this? people were like, oh, yeah, like. That's crazy what happened to his daughter. Did they really think that this guy, like this kid, just slashed up this girl and then his dad sentenced him to death and it was all legal and above board? They really think that that was all normal? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy talk. <laughs> but apparently here, no one questions it. It's fine. No one questions fucking Quinn, that's for sure. But whatever, dude. I guess Quinn's the end all be all. So, yeah. um, This is like around the time where Thomas is, or no, no, Frank shows up. Cause first Frank shows up, he, sh- he just runs up with a gun, with a gun, he's- <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you fucking assholes!" Like well, they're at the point, like fucking Malcolm's getting ready to kill Thomas with this razor, and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Thomas notices that his guards are like ever so slightly distracted. Yeah, like they're barely distracted, but <laughs> I will say this is a whole thing. We went back and forth like for like ten minutes just looking at this because. Just trying to fully understand how they were keeping him captive because yeah. I don't think they were trying very hard. No, I was really confused by it actually <laughs> because like they had like I was just looking at the contraption how they were holding. It wasn't the contraption; they just had like two spears, like not like there's two spears that they like just had, laying like, across his shoulders laying on top of each other, but going over his shoulders, and then they're yeah. holding his wrists. But at first, they're like holding his wrists, and it looks like they're holding like pretty tight, like kind of like holding them in place or something. Like they yeah. have some way they're doing it. I don't know. Like the spear heads are like right by each of his hands basically and then the wooden part just like i don't know like through his arm just kind of like keeping him like i don't know fucking Jesus in a T position like yeah. yeah fucking just stuck um but then like when they start paying less attention they're like limp limp wrist holding him yeah well you and know they're, like they're... holding his hand at that point too but they're like holding to the edge of his fingers they're probably terrified of the sound of a gunshot <laughs> so maybe i don't know <laughs> No, they've heard of guns before. I don't, guns I, don't I don't know. I don't know. So stupid, dude. <laughs> but he just knows that they're, like, slightly not noticing or not uh, uh, holding him as well or something. So he, like, does a little, like, I don't know. You know that motion in any action movie where, like, someone's punching two people at, <sighs> at the same time? Yeah. And they always make that noise. Yeah. He does, like, that. Yeah. And then, like grabs one of the spears and stabs it through the face of one of them, which is pretty sick. It's amazing. Pretty cool. And then he grabs the other one and, like, breaks it over one of their heads. So one of them died. I think the other dude just got knocked out. Yeah, bad. I think it's safe to say that he <laughs> got a concussion. But that dude with the spear through the face, I don't know. Honestly... I don't think he made it. I'm not going to lie. I might be able to live from that, because I can't remember exactly what went through his face. I might just went through it his cheeks. It was kind of just through his cheek. It just went through his cheeks, but I don't know. You could live, just but... Through- Just from how bad it looked, I'm going to count as a kill. Yeah, it was pretty brutal, and I think the only person, it seems, who would have been able to fix it was Andrea, Andrea. and she didn't, so... Oh, and also, if we put into account that they're all going to leave this island this day, like, in the next, like, hour... Yeah, they left this guy to die. He definitely... There's no way he survived. Like, there's no fucking way. They were like, yeah, grab the fucking dude missing his jaw and cheeks. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's definitely dead. Um... So yeah, um, this, this this part is fucking stupid because t- Thomas is faced with a challenge now. He's looking Quinn and Malcolm dead in the eye, and he considers fighting them, but they're like holding knives, and he can tell he's a little outnumbered. And Andrea's like, "Thomas, don't,
1: don't do kill it. My, oh dad. my
0: dad! Don't kill my dad!" And then he's like, "All right, well, what am I going to do?" And he looks back and forth, and he's like, "What am I going to do?" But then, <laughs> then a quick time challenge pops up, <laughs> <laughs> and Thomas just has to like scurry off. Real quick, and he, he has like, to he has to push like x a b really fast. and yep he's like runs over to the side. There's like a little tiny gate in front of him, and he like bunt kicks it, like just fucking like it's so weird. Bunt kicks it. and then, like, Walks off like he has to shit his pants <laughs> and jumps over a fence, uh, hops over a fence like Mario. Hops, hops is it's the correct word. So weird, and then he just scurries <laughs> off into the forest. Like it was the favorite part of the movie. The strangest set of mannerisms I've seen like ever. Like this was such a serious movie, and I feel like that would like they should have been like bonk boing. Like just had like weird sound effects going on when he did that. Oh, it was, so it was weird. amazing! I loved so it. weird, but probably the funniest thing I've seen in a while. So good. So he's right through the forest, and he ends up running behind Frank, who's also... This is also really funny, because Frank doesn't realize who's behind him, so he just turns around and starts, like, shooting. <laughs> Frank's just blasting. <laughs> he starts blasting his shotgun behind him, and, like, Thomas doesn't even bother saying anything either, like, hey... Right, like, not, we're kind of on the same team right now. But I don't know if Frank realizes that either, really. He's just kind of like, well, no, he does. He should, because he doesn't. He does not a, Jeremy, he does he in a minute when he, he comes back out. Well, he definitely knows, because he knows Jeremy. <laughs> he's very cool with Jeremy. He knows right. that's his father, and he knows, like, even if he thinks that Frank is on the other side of things, I think he's smart enough to know that... If his son was murdered in front of him, that he's not on their side anymore. Right, exactly. So, okay, so I don't know what the last thing we said right now is, and the recording just got cut in the middle of us talking, so if I don't get this right, that's what happened. Um. So now Frank and Thomas are over at this little cabin, and Thomas runs inside the cabin, and uh, he just dies immediately. He, like, runs, but you hear a blast. Frank. Frank runs inside the cabin and dies immediately. Oh, did I say Thomas? Yeah. Oh. Frank runs the cabin. Um, mm-hmm. He gets blasted. And then, um, yeah, he kind of walks about, and he's like, "Burn it all down." <laughs> Everyone keeps saying that. Burn it all down. Um, and then, uh, yeah, this is just like a whole like stealth thing where the wicker guy, um, so yeah, wicker face blasts Frank again. First of all, so we see exactly what happened here. He's got a sawn off, and then he starts hobbling out.
1: <laughs> and Thomas has his
0: back against the door and he kind of can see Wicker face and he's like oh shit where am I gonna go and so he just sneaks around the side of the cabin and then there's just a hole in the ground and he just like jumps down <laughs> dude he hops in that like Mario too like he's, like hopping, into into a, into like a he's hopping into a fucking bloop, pipe bloop, bloop. This is so crazy
1: <laughs> and as he
0: hops into the pipe <laughs> that's when Quinn shows up just in time to not be able to see anybody it's like the most perfectly timed uh syncopation to make everything work out. it's like a fucking lip sync video <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty crazy again timing is impeccable he knows what he's doing man he does man <laughs> so um uh, this is when malcolm and quinn meet up um with the wicker gimp and i think quinn is just like asserting his dominance at this point because he's just shooting next to the gimp like just fucking with him yeah it's being crazy so um I don't know. I guess Quinn's just pure evil at this point. Um, But he he blasts Malcolm with a shotgun right next to this convenient hole that sends him to the the bottom of a hole. He falls. Sorry, I had a hiccup. Uh, I don't know if you you guys probably heard that. Um, It was like a burp hiccup. It's like two different things. It's called a hiccup burp. Ah, so um, Thomas sneaks into the root house and he finds his sister, Jennifer. Um, She's in a bag. We didn't even mention. They just kind of like put her in a bag. Yeah, she's just in a bag hung up waiting to be fed to the goddess. I think that pissed off God. Yeah? Because when they start hanging her up in the back, like, when they were they were feeding her blood, and, like, the greens were growing a little bit, mm-hmm. and then when the uh the wicker gimp grabbed Jennifer and, like, put her in the back and started hanging her up, up in that room, um the greens started dying again.
1: Mm. So I think it's something, like, the practices that they've
0: been doing, probably that shit, you know? Yeah. Like, them kidnapping that girl and, like, stuff like that. I don't know. Probably just terrible things they were doing. Were- well, I think, like, the whole thing in general... I don't, like... Obviously, what we can see, we can see now, and we can say this, obviously, we've been talking about it. When this goddess eats blood, greenery grows, like plants, plants and shit on the island grow whenever she devours blood. Yes. But I don't necessarily think that, like, she wants to just endlessly consume blood and be used to make greenery and crops happen like i think that she's okay with doing it a little bit and like you know yeah i like the blood so like i'll take some and like you can have some some of the goodness of my powers and everything and i get to taste a little blood but like this like being trapped and forcibly force-fed blood all day long i don't think she's in for that (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, because you can tell a
0: bunch of the times when they're trying to give her blood, like she's not into it, but then she'll start drinking it anyway. But, right, uh, yeah. She's really, yeah, no, I agree. That's definitely a thing. So. Yeah, well, as far as uh, the whole uh, the whole gimp bag thing, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tom is just like, he's doing what I hate in movies when like you should be quiet and you're just screaming. yeah. He's basically just like screaming, like, fuck, fuck, Jennifer is me, Thomas. You remember Thomas? And this is like a this is a very weird line because <laughs> she looks at him the and the line goes, that has confused us multiple times. So confusing. She looks at him and she goes, Father, they told me you were dead. And like she says like father as in like it's like father supposed to be father like comma. <laughs> Or like, or father dash, really. Right. Like, father hyphen, like. Right. You told me you were dead, because she's like making a statement, and then stops that statement, and then says something else. She's saying like, father, like as in, she's about to start our conversation, like, oh, father. Like, you know, father told me you were dead. Or no, because she said father, and then she said they told me you were dead. So right. no, she didn't say, she wasn't saying, father, you told me you were dead. Yeah. I think she was just saying like, father. Or maybe she was, I don't know. Maybe she was saying her father told her that he was dead. Something I don't like know. I don't know, but it seems like she's, it sounds Thomas, like she father. calls Thomas father. Yeah. And it, got, it got me real tripped up there for a minute. It was a little confusing. <laughs> like, did she forget who her character was? Yeah, and the first time <laughs> we watched this too, I kind of didn't hear the beginning. And a uh, tough guy thought that they were that that was her his daughter oh yeah yeah yeah. and that thomas was the father so then when that line came around he was like yeah see yeah father and i was like oh, okay for sure and then you came over you were like i think that's the sister <laughs> and
1: when i watched it again it's very they very it's clearly so confusing in yeah in
0: the beginning they make it very clear but if you don't pay enough attention to the dialogue in the beginning and you kind of like skim over it you right, know right, before right. you into the movie then this part will like confuse you because you are like oh okay so that is the father right but i don't know it is not the it father. It is not the father. <laughs> so Thomas, um, well, he gets knocked out by the wicker gimp because the wicker yeah, gimp walks just over just and, and he goes, and then fucking yeah. sends him to hell. So Thomas wakes up in like this medieval saw contraption. I don't even know where to begin with this thing. Yeah, there's just a lot of fish hooks. I mean, there's hooks, <laughs> there's a crunching mechanism, there's straps, there's like a another, what's the wheel with the handle called? Crank. crank there's another crank um <laughs> that's like controlling the crunching mechanism and uh it cranks until thomas loses his hand his hand yeah. gets crunched which is it's fucked it's it looks insane. brutal it looks pretty crazy And like his reaction and like the shaking and everything like it's dude the guy's a good actor yeah dude. the guy's a good actor there's one scene where he looks real real stupid but <laughs> At like, the end. yeah but like aside we'll from that burned. like this dude's a really good actor
1: yeah
0: um yeah, so he loses his hand, which kind of like it's hard to explain how all this is, but basically there's hooks like all around him, and some of the hooks are like wrapped around his hand or something like that. When he gets when his hand gets like partially like ripped off, he's able to like, let himself loose. from Get it, out, yeah. And start getting out from that. That's the best way to explain it, right? Really, without like watching it, like it's a medieval contraption. It's, it's just crazy. wild. Um, so yeah, there's a whole like thing where the the uh, the wicker gimp is like you know trying to get him and like trying to stop him from leaving this that blah blah. They're going back and forth. Eventually, he turns the table on him gets the wicker gimp inside of it yeah they fight a little bit the wicker gimp tries to stick his face in there you know it's a whole thing but eventually uh he destroys the dude yeah he gets he, like he gets like some weight to follow yeah, some him. counterweight like, falls and like crushes and smashes him and, the guy yeah so good stuff he doesn't get crushed unfortunately but he just get crushed just in a different way right 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 um So yeah, let's bring this all up to speed now. Malcolm is still alive, even though he got shot and fell to the hole. He got shot like the shoulder, so he's still fine. He's down there. He's alive, but Quinn and Andrea don't know that yet. Quinn kidnapped Andrea, and he grabbed Jennifer again, and uh, she got kidnapped a second time. I guess now, (laughs) Um, um, and he's like, "All right, guys." So, and this This is sick just insane he's like all right i'm gonna assault you constantly get you pregnant over and over again and every time you give birth i'm gonna feed the children to our god yeah so i guess because that's what that's what she desires and he keeps saying that and i think that he was also saying like he was like malcolm you're fucking weak yeah weak because you don't want to feed babies to our God. Like he's brought this up before. It's like, insane. You, the way he talks about it, it's like he mentioned it to Malcolm and Malcolm was, like, I've been no, talking about this that. all the time, man. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone else was like, no, we're not feeding babies. And he's like, well, why not? Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Yeah. So that's apparently what's happening. Quinn, so man. what Quinn doesn't know is that their God just turned, um, Thomas into God, like new God. Yeah. And then new God set the entire village and old God on fire. Yeah. So is that in the Bible? No. You read it? Yeah. Alright, I'll give it to you. So um I do really like when Quinn realizes the town's on fire because he literally just hears someone going, Fire, 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 and he just turns around, <laughs> opens a door, and he looks around, and he's like, Oh shit, it is on fire. I guess everything's on fire, huh? And then he just closes the door back and he's like he basically just has that face of like, well, my plan's ruined. <laughs> like just in that moment, he was like, "Oh, this is my plan. This is." And he was like, "Oh, there went the fuck. my day." Yep, he was like, "Well, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Everything I just told you two gals right now, uh, right? Null and void. Uh, plan is off. Got to do something else." So, uh, which really great for them. Yeah, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> So, Quinn's plan is foiled, and uh, for a brief moment, he seems like he's going to kill Jennifer and Andrea, but as he's about to, Thomas jumps in frame and starts beating Quinn up. Yeah. And, like, I've never seen more half-slit throats in a movie before. Yeah. There's a lot of half-slit throats. Like, how often does that scenario happen? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But whatever. Um, This is pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah. Was- I will say that... Even though this was like a long movie, and you know it's a lot of buildup like toward the end and whatnot, I feel like the ending came so abruptly. Yeah, it just kind of like wah, 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 it, like he, it's going, it's going, it's, it's like a roller coaster that, that just really like high, and then it just fizzles straight down. Yeah, like the ending, I will say, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the last ten minutes of the movie, really. Yeah, it's kind of kind of lackluster to me. I mean, it's fine, it's not terrible, but it's just eh. mm-hmm. compared to the rest of the movie, I'm like the rest of the movie is fucking crazy, right? And then the end, I was like, well. I don't know. It's kind of a weird resolution. It's cool, I guess. It's like you watch all of Dexter, and then you get to the end, and you're like, eh, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of shitty. Um, so Thomas, he just, uh, t- I don't know. He looks really fucking stupid at the end. He's saying like a final these, these cross eyed looks going it's on. It's Ridiculous dude. Like everyone's like heading over to the boat to leave the island because it's on fire or whatnot. Yeah. And then they're like, Thomas, we gotta take you with us. Oh, I also didn't even mention Thomas got shanked like nine times in his side. Yeah. Like when you know when people do those fast shanks, they're like. Right. Like, he got, like, when he was fighting Quinn. Right. this we didn't even say, like, he's fighting Quinn. He ends up killing him, you know. He does the half-slit throw, but then he eventually... Well, he doesn't even kill him. I think Andre... It was either Andre or Jennifer. Andre and Jennifer kind of both do. They, they get drop, like, a giant fucking they, rock on his yeah. head. Yeah, because they shoot the chains to get right. themselves out of, like, what they're chained onto. They grab the rock from that, and then they smash his face yeah. with it. But that's after Thomas gets, like, fucking fast-shanked. He's a fucked. A lot. Like, he's messed up. Yeah. Oh, those fast-shanks. They hurt. Yeah. <laughs> They hurt. I don't even want to think about it. That's crazy. So yeah, he gets messed up and they're like, all right, we're going to get you out of here. Blah, blah, blah. They go over the boats, and then he's saying his final words to Jennifer. Completely ignores Andrea. Like literally, (laughs) when he gets to the end, he doesn't say a word to her. Well. And she was definitely in love with him and definitely like he would not have been able to. He was here for one reason. He was. (laughs) I thought they had something going. I don't know. (laughs) That was crazy. But um, They leave. He's sitting back. He's like, I'm going to sit here and die. Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You guys get out of here as they're leaving a mountain. Just like someone punched a hole in a mountain, and a bunch of blood and fire just like kind of explodes. out of it. So weird. Very weird. Very confusing. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that, but yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. That's, that's why I thought it was a sewer. Cause I was like, did that explode because the fire and then the methane gas made that explode? Like, that's the only explanation I had for why that exploded. Got an explanation? Fucking brimstone and blood. Blood, man. I don't know, dude. Whatever. (laughs) Flammable Flammable. blood. That shit was crazy. Blood blew up. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's the end, because then Malcolm pulls up and he's like, Hey Thomas, (laughs) you're dying. Giggles at him a bit. And then, uh, I don't know, Thomas gets reborn into a plant or some shit.
1: Yeah, man, Thomas
0: becomes the island. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a fucking, he's an island now, dude. He is the, the island. The man is an entire island. He is an island. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And uh, that's uh, that's the end of Apostle. Apostle. Uh, the movie was great up until the end. I liked it. Um, I, I, I just thought the ending was kind of stupid you know i stuck through the ending man i thought it was was fine it was kind of it was kind of (laughs) stupid look at brie just (laughs) if you guys are watching the video version right now you can just see brie popping in on the facetime (laughs) it's good stuff uh i haven't listened to a word that she said since i answered the facetime i just kind of flipped the camera so she's (laughs) looking at the show now but uh she's now a podcast listener and uh yeah so um We had nine kills in this. All right. Nine kills. Um, No boobs. No boobs. I'd very much recommend this movie. I do, too. I I think this was a really good film. You should Uh, definitely watch this. Yeah, you you should watch it. It's good. Um, If you don't have a Netflix subscription currently, it is worth it to watch this. Like, if you're like, oh, shit, is there anything on Netflix that I haven't seen yet that's worth popping back on for like this is one yeah. of them you know yeah. like don't, maybe don't get a subscription just for this movie maybe but like just for that, <laughs> like if you have a few yeah. other things that you're considering yeah or this, is a, this if, uh, is a hidden gem on there man if you're listening to this later and the strangest thing season just came out and you're like well i'm gonna pop on for that also watch apostle get this in there too yeah. man yeah, watch yeah a for sure there before your month's over because yeah. uh, Netflix is uh <laughs> <laughs> going off but uh yeah i would give this a four four it's a four? Four yeah. stars. It's I, I mean, even with all of like the timing issues and the convoluted shit. Yeah. And, like, you know, the few problems I had, like I said, like I have the problems with it that are just like, you know, when I watch it again, I'm like, okay, your timing is very convenient. Right. But none of it makes it like that much worse of a movie for me. I think I give yeah. I give it four and a half the first time around. I don't feel that strongly about the second time around. Yeah. But it's a four star movie. It's four very four stars. I like it a lot. Um, so as for a fuck Mary Kill, you got uh, the hole in Jeremy's head. You got Quinn and you got me. Well, I can switch it up a bit. I gotta switch it up a bit. I can't you got, answer that. You got you got the she god. Okay. Quinn and me. Okay. Well, I can do that. The hole in Jeremy's head and me. No, I don't want that. Yeah, you got the she god. The hole in Jeremy's head and me. Okay. Well, it's and Quinn. Dang god. <laughs> No, not me. Sorry, the head. No, no, I'm taking me out of the equation. Yeah, because that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. It's the she god. It's the hole in Jeremy's head, and it's Quinn. Yeah, because I haven't had a, I haven't been able to give you one in a while. That's a zinger. That's hard. I gotta fuck Quinn. Quinn. I gotta fuck Quinn in that scenario. I'm killing the hole in Jeremy's head. I am marrying the she god and I'm should've, fucking Quinn. Should have fucked the hole. No. It's already a hole. It's already Absolutely lubricated. not. <laughs> nope.
1: Not even entertaining it as
0: a joke. Come on, man. Nope. You gonna fuck Quinn over that?
1: I have to. I can't fuck that guy. I'd fuck have the hole. To.
0: I'd fuck the hole before I fuck that guy. Because <laughs> <guy's> a demon. <laughs> oh god well (laughs) um roger ebert said um i'm rolling in my grave right now that sounds about right because (laughs) well (laughs) it wasn't here for this one yeah recipes roger ebert (laughs) um this is the end of the show (laughs) i don't have anything else (laughs) that was it uh if you like the show tell people about it um you know it's uh, it's good stuff uh review the show tell people about it I say I'm saying tell people about it again tell everyone about the show we but like a jump scare day with a community <laughs> yeah the jump scare day with the community with a hole in the head um oh. and uh yeah 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 uh, before we go again live show Wednesday the 19th of July at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time the Apple the 1980 1980 classic the Apple uh, you get a ticket on patreon.com slash horse soup. It's in the digital live show tier. If you go to the other tier or you're on that tier, uh, any of the tiers really, you get access to every single bonus episode. Um, You can also watch the old live shows on the, oh yeah, for on sure. the Patreon. We upload the old ones there too. So if you want to check out the past ones, they're also there. I burped again. I got to do it again, James. You were supposed to say something, so I so it didn't uh, no. Much. I just got one really good zinger. I'm holding out for the very end. Okay, uh, we're on Instagram at Horror Soup, Twitter at horror Soup Sucks. I'm on TikTok at I Like Thrillers. James is at Night Shift Video. I'm on Letterboxd at Horror Soup Caleb. James is at Night Shift Video, and uh, I have a podcast called Scream that I also uh, talk about horror movies on. And uh, we did Microwave Massacre recently. Me, James, and Tough Guy. So go check it out. And uh, thanks to Ross Lee and the Mutants Only Club for music on. And around the show and uh yeah, James, what do you got? I need this episode. Like I need a hole in the hood. Is
1: that it? Yeah, that's it. Bubble, bubble, here comes